Thanks. The order breakfast at the McDonald's drive-thru. Tell yourself you'll wait to eat it at work, but it smells way too good. So you eat it right there in the McDonald's parking lot meal. There's a meal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, get any size iced coffee for 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with your favorite breakfast sandwich or one of our tasty bakery treats. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's. I'm loving it. This is a podcast. The number one chief rocket jersey firm. Lonely Hunts Cafe. Spicy conversations. Vince Wright, the sports governor from Minnesota. Man, Daddy Young. Microwave! Reggie Long, aka Dollars and Cents. The Sports Bar, also known as Stacy Sports Radio. Pick them all real short. Sports show. This is DJ Queen from the X Squad.
Yo, 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 what's good, what's good, y'all? It's Maestro Styles and Trey Frazier. Yes, indeed. Here in the house, y'all. Welcome to the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. You're live right here with, on Spreaker.com. Um, just a couple things before we get started here. Um, we got the Facebook page going, so you can follow us through there. We got the Instagram page, at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We also got the Twitter handle, at Barbershop, S-P-O-R-2. We got the WordPress blog site. Just go to WordPress.com and search Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast, and you'll see all our blogs right there. And you want to follow us right here live on Spreaker.com. Go to Spreaker.com and search for our page and click the follow button. And when you do that, you can get in the chat room. It's an interactive show. You can get, you know, get acclimated in, in the chat room while we do this show. And for future reference, you'll get email notifications of when we do these live shows. So, uh, big weekend in sports. Yes, sir. Um, the, yo, the, the Dirty South is popping right now in sports right now, dude. For all the wrong reasons. For, well, why you say that? Well, uh, Georgia. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> um, oh my god know, uh, oh my god i mean god. i guess i guess we don't be, i guess we don't think that uh <laughs> i think we are confident that um the falcons are going to beat the eagles without carson wentz uh, i'm are. leaning yeah i'm kind of leaning that I way think myself most of us are. Except for, uh, like, maybe Philly fans or something like that. I think most of us are leaning to Or oh, Microwave. Yeah, Ma- I think microwave most, yeah. is so dead set that his Eagles is going to do the, do his thing up in Philly on Saturday. But what I mean by the South being popping, you had, you had two AFC South teams advance, and you had two NFC South teams advance. And then last night you had the Roll Tide, Alabama, Crimson Tide, do their thing last night in comeback fashion as the score was, what, 26-23? Mm-hmm. And it went to overtime. And just, I mean, a few things that I kind of get from the game last night. And obviously I think one of the biggest things was the quarterback for Bama getting pulled, Jalen Hurst yeah. get, getting pulled there. Um, I believe his numbers was like three for eight for like 27 yards. I mean, it, it was abysmal. Mm-hmm. The, the numbers were abysmal, but they couldn't get nothing really going running the football. They couldn't get nothing going even throwing it. I mean, they didn't even go deep even in the first half. Right. And so um, a gutsy call by Nick Saban to make the change at quarterback, and you put in this Hawaiian kid who I never heard of. I know people who follow college football might have heard of him or might have heard people that's close to Alabama Talk about this guy. Maybe clamoring for the guy. Cause Maybe. Jalen Hurts hasn't had the um, the best year, per se. Like, a lot of, you know, he's always, I mean, constantly he's been criticized for being, like, uh, just not being one of the better Alabama not, quarterbacks in recent history. Not, I guess, is it because he's not a better pocket passer? Or? I would imagine that's what it, what it boils down to. Because his record is, yeah, and, I mean, and, I, and I get I mean, defensively, yeah, but that's, they're it, but... I mean, you can't deny the guy's record. Yeah, I mean, but how many Alabama records since Saban's been there has had a bad record? Yeah, like I mean, nobody. they so, they interchange talent yeah, like nobody. Yeah, so which I, is common in college sports. I think it's a, everybody agrees that the the constant as to why Alabama is good is Saban more than it is the players. I mean, obviously, I know the players play the game absolutely. So I think uh, he's taking a lot of criticism with uh, not being. 
you know, one of the better, you know, one of the better quarterbacks. He has, you know, uh, AJ McCarron and, you know, mm-hmm. some of the quality college quarterbacks that have come from Alabama. Right. Uh, he hasn't been one of the better, um, the better ones. So my, you know. Yeah, and, and that kind of sucks because I did want to see the kid kind of just hang in there even after they were down, what, what were they down, 13 to 3 or 13 to 10, something like that. And when he made the change at quarterback, I think the first thing that I started noticing with Georgia was that they made some, they were making some good play calls. And then in the second half, they just got conservative to the point where they allowed Bama to come back in the game, tie it up, almost lost it in mm-hmm. regulation. Um, the kicker for Bama just, I mean, I don't know if he was nervous, but he, he shanked that thing wide left. I mean, it wasn't even close. Right. And so you get into the overtime period, and Georgia's got the ball, and two runs, and then you get the big sack on third down, and the kicker for Georgia knocks it through. I mean, pretty good there. But I thought they were extra ultra-conservative even in that overtime period and those couple of plays there, I would expect it maybe a throw, maybe a deep throw to the end zone on first down. Mm-hmm. And then if that doesn't work, then you kind of go to your ground game a little bit, maybe like a, maybe a short pass or maybe a, a, a screen set up or something like that. But they kick the field goal and now it's Bama's turn. And then the kid gets sacked like 16 yards past the 25. And you're like, uh Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're like, uh oh, this yeah. is not gonna look good. I mean, Saban is on the sideline, just you know, spazzing out on cats. And next thing you know, second down, it was a second and twenty six. And the kid, uh, I guess his his first name is Tua. I think I'm not even gonna pronounce the last name, but he throws his deep forty nine yarder clear to the end zone. The guy was uncovered. He, I mean, he beat his man. Yeah. I mean, clearly beat his man. Yeah. And, you know, that was all she wrote right there. But, man, what a choke job, man. I, I hate to say it, man. And, and let me shout out the chat room real quick. Um, I, I ain't forget about you guys. I see Mocha Bella here in the chat room. I see Big L. What's what good? Up? What's good? He says, wrong for the Georgia song. Yeah, man. Uh, Put together by yours truly, man. Thought I'd... uh. Expected to see more Georgia people in the chat, but um, if you listen to it on demand, you'll you'll get a kick out of it. Uh, see Miss Girly Girl, she's what repping X Squad. X Squad gang gang. No doubt, no doubt. Uh oh, here goes a ATL guy, uh, Sluggo, repping the X Squad. Also, what's, what what's going what on, up, man? man? I think Sluggo is a Georgia alum, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I'm sure he's pretty pissed if he is. And uh, see Mac Farrell repping. What up, the- Mac? In the chat room. Still a gang gang. Uh, cut it out. And Vince Wright, repping the X-Squad. What up, man? He's he's pretty excited about his Vikings next weekend. So we'll, we'll definitely be talking about a lot of the wild card um, recap matchups. Uh, we got the divisional round so games. Say, Georgia, I guess that's Georgia State. Uh, yeah, that's it. Georgia. Okay. Georgia, uh, Georgia State. Yep. Okay. Uh, oh no, no. Maybe I'm. Yeah, you're wrong. Uh, okay, because it's no, it's UGA. Yeah. Last the team yeah. last night was UGA, yeah, not right. not uh, GSU. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, Vince Wright says beat them Saints. 
Y'all got y'all work cut out for y'all, man. It's got, yeah, yeah. Y'all, y'all definitely got y'all work. Y'all I think that's going to be a good thing. Y'all got y'all work cut out for y'all, man. But I hope, look, considering I think Pittsburgh's going to the Super Bowl, I'd much rather see Minnesota than the Saints right now. Mm, defense is tough, man. Offense ain't, though. It's Offense not. Offense is good. Offense is good. Um, not have, tough, though. It's not. Well, defense, defense is tough. Offense defense is good. Is, yeah, but not tough though. Yeah. I I agree with that. Yeah, not tough. They I, can be, I, I think they can I think I think everybody is waiting for the shoe to drop with Case Keenum. That, well, that that that's what I'm hearing. Well, even with Case Keenum, let's be and let's be clear. Case Keenum has been playing good fucking football. Mm-hmm. He's been playing good fucking football. But yeah, I, I don't think uh, uh, I don't think I don't think anybody. I think we know we can shut down Case Keenum if we have to shut I think down Case the, I think the bigger problem for the Vikings on offense is that they don't have a dynamic running back that can maybe make the cuts and maybe hit the outside. I, I'll give more I, I'll give more credit to Minnesota's offensive line than I will for their quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I just think with the like you said, with the quarterback, you can I mean, when the Ravens played him, you know, in October, we were able to get him to maybe Get pressure on him and th- make him throw some pretty bad balls. Pittsburgh is number two in sacks this year. But the problem also is is that they don't have. And look, Latavius Murray, he's a bruiser. But if you really want to like be more than a good offense, you need a running back that can just break the outside. Yeah. And they don't have Dalvin Cook to even look forward yeah. to doing that. And they don't have nobody else I'd be that more can do that with Minnesota next year. When Dalvin Cook, when, yeah, a healthy Dalvin Cook, healthy questions about the quarterback position still. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously, I mean, I, I think because it's not guaranteed that Keenum's going to be there next year. It's not, it's not a guarantee that Keenum's going to be good next year. I, I hate to seem like the 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 pessimist, you know, like he's he's done good. Mm-hmm. Clear. He's had a good year. Yep. But um, I don't know if we believe that Case Keenum ain't Ryan Fitzpatrick in us right now. No, nah, this is true. I, I don't know if I believe. We, we don't know. He might be Vince. He, he, he might be Fitz, Fitz He Patrick might be Rich. Right he might be Rich Gannon in yeah. it, or he might be Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, in that it. year in Buffalo, we, like we, we that, don't know. That year with the Jets, we had that good year and made them think like maybe we got a quarterback. And then they blew it in, in Buffalo. Some, yep. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. No, I, I, I hear you, man. I hear you. Uh, Sluggo says. Vikings didn't have to deal with Kamara the first time they played them earlier yeah. in the season. And the other thing the Saints, uh, or the Vikings for that matter, no, 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 the Saints didn't have to deal with is that Bradford was the quarterback week one. And so... Yeah, but he was, had, he was having a pretty good game. Brad, exactly. And, and that's Brad, the point I'm trying to make is that I think the Saints in terms of... You think who, Bradford's better than Case Keenum? Um, I'm just comparing Bradford's game against the Saints... In comparison to what we perceive, what we might see out of Keenum come this particular game this weekend. What do we think we're going to see? What do you think you're going to see out of Case Keenum? I think you're going to see less of Case Keenum than what you saw more of in Bradford week one. Okay. I think I think that's a big difference. That's a To me, that's a big, big difference in terms of the quarterback. In, in, in my eyes. I, I could be totally wrong about that. But you're right, Sluggo. They didn't have to deal with Kamara. Week one, it was AP, and I mean, if you're Adrian Peterson, man, and you're looking at this situation like, Adrian damn, Peterson should have just like, damn, man, like, uh, no, I mean, <laughs> no, the, the truth is, is that Adrian Peterson, um, 
might have stopped the Saints from being as good. That's possible. Yeah, so I don't think I don't think they. they That's possible. Where they are, I don't know that Sean Payton. I don't know that Sean Payton keeps his his uh you know his snap count low. I think if Adrian Peterson would have bitched enough about it, he would have got more snaps, and it, and Alvin Kamara might not have been able to have the uh, impact that he's had this year. Mm-hmm. Um, with Sharon, you know Sharon uh, carries with. Kamara Ingram. Yep, I was gonna yeah. say he held Kamara. Yeah. He held Kamara back right. for sure in right. week one for sure. Vince Wright says true sluggo, but we should should be able to contain the backs. If not, we're in trouble. That's a fact. It's this to me. This game is gonna be in the hands of Drew Brees. Well, and, and yeah, but as we saw this past week, man. Yeah. <laughs> no question. No, listen. They got the best. The Saints got the best of both worlds. Yeah. They can run it as well as anybody. And if they get stopped in a run game, they know they got a future Hall of Fame quarterback that can make the plays and get you in a position to win a football game. And so. I'm telling you, man. If Cam Newton couldn't get away from what they was doing, mm-hmm. uh, I, now, now I'll say this: the Vikings definitely have a better offensive line than Carolina. I agree with that. But man. I totally agree with them that. Saints, them Saints put in work defensively. Yep, yep. Um, RC is in the chat room. What up, man? What's going on? What's going on? So, man, we, we, we got to get into this choke job, man, because I, um, you know, I, I also put together a little something. Uh, Tennessee, for those folks that are uh, familiar with Arrested Development, I played that song in paying homage to the Tennessee Titans who pulled off a 22 to 21 victory in comeback fashion might i add um where where do i start man um well let me let me let me start with the titans though i gotta give credit to marcus mariota and derrick henry gotta give credit to both of those guys um 130 something yards on the ground with a touchdown for derrick henry and and maybe demarco murray getting hurt and not wishing for anybody to get hurt but maybe DeMarco Murray getting hurt was sort of a blessing in disguise because Derrick Henry was in the spotlight pretty much as the feature running back in the situation. So, you know, you got to give him credit for that and taking advantage of that. And I think he's a pretty good back. To me, he's got to be the back moving forward. I mean, I don't know what DeMarco Murray's contract situation is with the Titans next year, but if I'm Tennessee, Derrick Henry is my number one back. No, no question about that. Um, Marcus, go ahead. You can finish your point. I'm sorry. Mariota um, did not look great. Did not look good in the first half, and then started to pick it up. Caught a few breaks. The touchdown to himself was a lucky play. Let's. It was a lucky play, but you you don't draw it up. But it was a lucky play, and he took advantage of it. Right. And the Chiefs got fooled, as it seems like they've been getting fooled on some of these lucky plays again. The Chiefs is some shit. That's how you feel? The Chiefs are some cold, <laughs> pure shit. And I was, we was in our group meet chat, and I put the message out there that, you know, the Chiefs, you know, they, they just blow another one. And I think this is a fireable offense, man. Yeah, man. I, I, I To me, I just think that you have the leading rusher on your team, and you don't use Kareem Hunt. I mean that's that's a fireball offense in my eyes, and yeah, and and I understand that the Titans came out second half. 
I'm going like into the mm-hmm. start of the third quarter. Titans, they had a long, extensive drive that took about eight, nine minutes eight miles, yeah. off the clock. And I think to me that changed the game. And once they figured out, hey, we can run against the Chiefs, they stood with it. I think the next couple drives after that, they they scored. I think they scored on like their three consecutive um drives, if I'm not mistaken. Um the look, touchdown to himself, mm-hmm. then the um the Derrick Henry twenty yard touchdown, yeah, yeah. and then the um the touchdown to Eric Decker in the end zone out after that. And the Chiefs, for some reason, they just kept trying to put the game in Alex Smith's hands. And look, I get it. He has a 119 quarterback rating in his game. But when the game, when you sense the game starting to slip away, you got to get it running back to football, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's a fireball offense in my eyes. Yeah, so, yeah, I agree with you. Get Andy Reid out of here. And, um, now, you know, obviously, let's be clear. Andy Reid is a good coach. He's a good coach. That Andy Reid is the Jerry Sloan of the NFL. Mm. Where, you know, Jerry Sloan coached all these years in Utah, had two Hall of Famers on his roster, went to a couple of finals and couldn't get it done. Same thing with Andy Reid. Coached all these years, took them Eagles to back-to-back-to-back-to-back title yeah. games, mm-hmm. got to a Super Bowl, couldn't get it done. He's he, to me he's Jerry Sloan of the NFL, and he's great. But he when almost, he gets in these moments, one of those almost niggas. Yeah, but when when he gets in these moments, man, it just for some reason that the clock management issues keep coming up, the inexcusable like stubbornness to just not run the football in key situations, and and play calls like the fourth down after Alex Smith got sacked. Why are you throwing a deep pass? You just need 10 yards mm-hmm. to just kind of keep the drive going. You need a field goal. You're only down by one point at this point. Why are you taking a deep shot? And granted, who's the who's the receiver that almost caught that? Wilson? I think it was Wilson that almost yeah. caught that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he's Albert Wilson. Like, he's not a guy that's just going to jump up and, you know, fight for that thing. But all in all, the Chiefs, they, they, they blew it. I'm, I'm, I don't know what else to tell you. They, 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 they stunk it up in the second half. Yep. Um. They and let they it stink. Yeah. They they let a team like the Titans and look. We we talked about the Titans for a while now. Negative point differential. Haven't looked good in the last few weeks. And, and you, you know it, well, it, they, well. You don't let a team that like that come they, back they on they you. They I think the last two games they played, they got kind of back to what they were. thing was against Oakland. I forget the two last Titans. two games. No, I thought you said. I thought you said the Chiefs. No, 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 Titans. Oh, the Titans. Well, yeah, the Titans. I mean, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like you yeah. let a team like that come back on you. No, no, no. Right, right, right. But I was more so saying that the Chiefs have. Uh, they have been playing decent football. Like last four weeks, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Right Trying after the slide, getting back, yeah, yep. getting right back into the into the thing. So it was yep. like, all right. They back. Let's let's you know they should they should beat the. Uh, I was expecting them they to should beat, beat them. the Titans, yeah. and then for them to go to New England and let's see what happens. Right. That that's what I was expecting, and instead we got a pretty and look as a football fan, I was not you know I wasn't like dag like this should have been your Chiefs should have won. It was an exciting game. It mm-hmm. it was nice to see the Titans rally. 
after such a slow start in the first half. So, look, you, you got to credit the Titans at the, at the same time that the Chiefs let this one slip away without, you know, putting together their best plays, best running back, not getting the football, and the Kelsey – Injury, injury yeah. that that and then had even something to with do with the it. pass rush. Uh, Chris Jones went out. Um, I think I want to say he went out in the second or third quarter. The uh, pass rusher, Chris Jones, uh-huh. and that hurt too. But I got, but long story short, in the best way I could put it, to put it, uh, uh, a bow on their season, their season. Yep, the Chiefs had some shit. The, they some shit. Would would you cut Alex Smith or trade him? Um, I think I would, man. Cause I mean, we know where he can take you. Yeah, and, and let me and, and very, let me. It is very obvious. And let me be clear. No, they have no interest in bringing in number one receivers. And and let me be clear. This loss was not on Alex Smith, and I'm I'm kind of stunned at how many people have been bashing Alex Smith in the media. I'm looking at the stats like, yo, the dude had over hundred quarterback rating like this this ain't his fault mm-hmm. i mean he 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 balled in the first half he balled mm-hmm. it's just the titans came out and was like we gonna take time of possession away from you and what you gonna do about it and they think they, they couldn't do nothing about it i mean alex smith didn't you know kill him in terms of turnovers yeah you know he, he didn't kill him it's just the play calling just didn't work out man wait a minute show what up yeah, what's good, man? I see you up in there. Um, Big Hell had a he had a comment in here about the Chiefs. No, I think it was it was Sluggo. I think Andy Reid has to stop being so loyal to Alex Smith. Once they move on with that young stud, the sky should be the limit. Yep, Patrick Mahomes expected to be the starter next season. And that might be what saved the boy, save Andy Reid's job if he flat out be like, hey, yeah, Alex Smith because you don't want to fire Andy Reid and then get another coach in there to try to, you know, prop this kid up when he's already been there under Andy Reid for yeah. a year. So, yeah, it would make sense if the Chiefs decided, hey, let's just hold on to Andy for one more year, let him get Patrick Mahomes underway, and if we don't get as far if we don't get further than we did we this year on quarterback then play. we can oh, you said what i think that if i think this by if they cut ties with Alex Smith you know before next season mm-hmm. that'll buy Andy Reid at least two or three years to give time to get time to develop Patrick Mahomes i think that um if if we if they go in like let's say they go in this year right. next year with Alex Smith and they don't start setting the league on fire like they did this next year. Yep. I could see him getting fired. I could see him getting fired mid-season. Next Mid- year. Ooh. Man, that that yeah, would he, that would be a low it, for Andy yeah, Reid. Yeah, because, look, the Kansas City Chiefs for a few years now, it's been a few years now. It's about where, five years. Where it's like, okay, this team got what it takes to cross over to a mediocre team to one of the better teams in the AFC. Mm-hmm. And they just not doing it because of They haven't gotten to a title game yet. Yeah, for because of the, because of their conservative offensive play, one. Mm-hmm. And then I think because they don't put up the points, it just comes a time with a defense. Right. I think they're inconsistent because like we saw week one against the Patriots, we saw explosive plays. And so we thought, is this the new Chiefs? 
Or is this Alex Smith being under pressure because he's got a young kid behind him? And sporadically throughout the season, we saw explosive Chiefs. And then in other moments, we saw conservative Chiefs. So I would have to say that it's been a very inconsistent offense in terms of how high they can be in terms of being explosive and how low they can be in terms of just playing it safe and just playing it not to lose. I think I think that a lot of the stuff they were doing in the first five games was a whole bunch of gimmick shit. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was necessarily yeah, good Yeah, like the shovel pass yeah, to Kelsey. I don't think it's a whole bunch of good offensive plays, like just solid traditional offensive plays that created, you know what I'm saying? I don't think they're right. a big play offense. Yeah. I don't think they're a big play offense, and, it's, and I think it's because of Alex Smith. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, I it, mean, because even with the um, with the lot of the Kareem Hunt stuff, that lot of that stuff was you know intermediate, you know under ten yard, maybe ten yard passes that yep. he took. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's not like they stretching the field. They yep. they they're getting short plays that are turning into big plays because of Yak yep. more than because of Alex Smith stretching the field. He got to go. I want to give credit to one guy, uh, Demarcus Robinson, who came in off the bench after Kelsey got hurt and caught four balls for 57 yards and the touchdown that put the Chiefs up 21 to three, you know, before the half ended. So nice to see a young man come in off the bench and produce, you know, and, and granted it was that was his only sample yeah, size. Yeah, fuck that nigga. Chiefs but, suck. But still. You know, the Chiefs suck. Yeah, but they suck. It, it, and, 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 and it ain't Demarcus part, Robinson's fault. And in large part, it's Alex Smith's fault. I mean, you know, like how how long do we got to be mediocre? How long do we got to like? Man. It, it's and moments it, like this that make you realize the Chiefs are just mediocre. Like we can't go in the next season and, yeah. be, and feel. We can't go in the next season and feel like, oh, uh, you know, the Chiefs are a favorite or right, or, right. Or, or, Hot team or a sexy team next year after they did this year, and and that sucks to call it to blame it on a guy that's had a over hundred passer rating, one of the you know one of the top three guys in terms of touchdown interception ratio. It's just it's hard to blame a guy like that that puts those kind of numbers up, but maybe just not enough. To take you over the but top, maybe, but maybe the reason why his his ratio is so good is because he don't take no real shots. That that's that's part of it. Like it's easy to have good stats if all the shit you and that's part of it. You throwing is ten yards or less or fifteen yards or less. Yep, it's easier to have a good touchdown. And then so all you're doing is putting, uh, you know, Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey and Kareem Hunt those types of. Uh, yak players, yep. putting those people around you, and that's all you're doing to create offense. But no, the quarterback got to be able to stretch the field. If the quarterback can't stretch the field, then your offense is going to be limited. And no doubt. Just, like they're basing their entire explosive play offense on the fact that teams might not be able to tackle. Mm hmm. Like, yeah. nah, that's not going to work. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's work. a fact. That's a fact. Hey, folks, Um, oh, I see Chief Rock of Jersey Vern up in here, repping X Squad. See you up in here. All right, folks, Um, you want to call the show. The number's 240-532-2718. Going to take a break here and come back, and we'll talk about the Falcons and the Rams game. It's the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We'll be back. What's up, sports fans? You're looking for a different type of sports talk show, something you haven't heard before. 
got to check out the BS3 Sports Show every other Saturday on 2 Live Steve's Radio, 1 p.m. Central Time, 2 p.m. Eastern. Sports talk at its finest. Always have great guests playing some good hip-hop. You don't want to miss it. Make sure to tune in to the BS3 Sports Show every other Saturday at 1 p.m. Central Time, 2 p.m. Eastern. Hey, what's up, everybody? Vince Wright. You know me as the sports governor. The ladies call me the big smooth one. But I'm coming to you live from Minneapolis, St. Paul, and we're bringing you sports done right every Tuesday night. Make sure you keep it tuned to Spreaker.com, XSquadAffiliates.com, and now proud to be associated with two live students radio. I'm Vince Wright, the sports governor, and I approve this message. Shake the paper, I. nigga. I'm about my paper ride, so I'm gonna make a ride. Anybody blocking my road to riches, I'm gonna take a mile. Keep running your mouth, making up your mind. You got the bees with that. Me, I'ma get a hole, who gonna make sure my pockets ain't a bad. Big P I M P I N G is all I bees about. I bring a hole in, break up to the broken, then I ease them out. They out of pocket, I'ma lock them out and leave them out. 
And that don't change, I ain't season in, season high. Open up the store, shout and see just who you reason about. If it ain't concerning TIP or PSCEI, ain't nothing if you ain't good and then you don't see the highs. Because you know I gotta practice what I preach about. Yo, yo, I'm a P, I am a MP. Told y'all niggas before about me. Plenty remit to the H-E-A-D. Somebody buy some more drugs so we can smoke less. Now what's your name? I'm pussy bumper number one. Yeah, I said what's your name? I'm pussy bumper number one. To the H-E-A-D. Welcome back, folks. The Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Maestro Styles and Trey Frazier here in the house. Yep. If you want to dial the show, the number's 240-532-2718. And you just heard Julio Jones' touchdown catch in the 26-13 to Final score over the Rams man. in L.A. Man, um, the where, Falcons, man. Can I can I where Tone Lowe performed? Snoop Dogg performed. Yes, sir. Man, yes, sir. You can't have Snoop Dogg perform at your joint and you lay an egg like that, man. Yeah, nah, nah. You can't have Snoop Dogg perform <laughs> at your football game and you and you lay an egg like that where everybody was expecting you to win. Come on, man. Yeah, that 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 was Come crazy. On, man. Well, a couple things. Number one, the Falcons just went old school. You know, we gonna run the football thirty nine times and just basically double time of possession, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. I mean, that's basically what they did. Um, Devontae Freeman had eighteen carries. I know Coleman had about fourteen carries, and you know they didn't ask Matt Ryan to do a lot, even though he threw thirty thirty times. But they balanced the offense. They controlled the football, and they were able to convert on third down when they needed to. Yeah, um, DJ Knox, what up? Uh, look, man, <laughs> now the Falcons, they, we've been talking shit about the Falcons all year, and now they got a legitimate shot to be playing in the NFC Championship. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Man, um, I, you kind of got to take this team serious at this point. All right, we've been yes, talking shit about yes. this team all year, and and and, and now you got seriously consider them going to the Super Bowl. And and there's people out there that's kind of like, well, all of a sudden now the Falcons want to be a running team. Let's be honest, the Falcons are at their best when they run the football, mm-hmm. or at least when they you know balance balance it out. They're they're at their best when they do so. And the defense, I, I got to tell you something, man. Defensively. Alfred, Trufant, um, some of those other Deion guys in the Jones, interior. Yeah. Those guys, they stepped it up. To me, they deserve more to game ball than anybody. Um, shutting down Gurley pretty much. Yeah. Even though Gurley, I think he had like a 50-yard run, and I think he had another long run. But if you take those two long runs out, he averaged almost about yeah. three and a half yards a not, carry. Not a real efficient game. No, no, yeah. not at all. And then you're asking Jared Goff to throw 45 times in the game, and, you know, that, that just wasn't going to work. But also, two plays killed them in this game. The 
return game and the punt by um, Cooper. Cooper, yeah. Yeah, the the muff punt, and then he lost. He lost the ball twice, didn't he? He lost um, it at least once. At least once, yeah. At yeah. least once. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's right, because the Falcons, I think they scored seven scored off seven of that turnover. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so the turnovers on special teams killed them. Um, offensively, they threw the ball too much. Your best player was not, you know, effective, and, you know, it turns out um, this is the result. And I've been telling people for maybe a few weeks now, you can run on the Rams. They have a tough, I mean, defensively overall, they're tough, but you can run on the Rams. Yeah. And and folks was just like, nah, nah, that's the toughest defense. You got Aaron Donald, and Aaron Donald's a player. I mean, I, I don't want to, hold on, I, I don't want to be on here talking about like we was talking like the Rams was the greatest defense known to man but they was they was a good they're good they they are a good defense they um I don't I don't know I put this more on the offense than I do the defense mm-hmm. Me, meaning the Rams cause um I think I think when you expect to score 30 points a game right you know or, or let's say 25 a game uh I think they was average, what they was averaging 29.9-ish regular season, something like that. Something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. But when, you, when you're looking at, when you expect to score that much a game because you've been scoring that much pretty much all year. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? I, I think, though why you shouldn't look at it this way, I think you defensively your scheme is like, okay, mm-hmm. we, could, we could play a little, uh, what's the word, uh, risky. Yeah. We play riskier defenses because we know the offense is going to put up gonna put up points. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you know, we could play a little um you know, we could play for turnovers more than we could play for you know you know, we don't it's less conservative when you know your offense is playing for it's scoring points. Right. It's not as conservative because it's more conducive to getting turnovers because you know that the offense is gonna put up points and when the offense don't put up points, it's like, uh mm-hmm. you know Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chief Rocker says, uh, look at Trey sucking up now. I don't know what you're talking about. You're talking about your Falcons. The Falcons? Yeah, we've been talking shit about the Falcons all year. Yeah. Well, we and well, well, also Chief is mad because the Falcons won. And I, and I think he's upset because he's a, he's a true uh, Falcons hater. I don't I don't know why, From coming from a Giants fan perspective. I don't know why you would hate the Falcons, but... Um, but no, I I said before the game. I mean, I picked the Rams to win the game. Yeah. But I also said that I think you can run on the Rams, and if the Falcons were smart, that that's the approach that they were going to have to take in order to win the game. Yeah. You know, and 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 the same for the Rams. You you want to run the football. I think both teams, you know, to gain success. They had to get in the ground game, so yeah. it's just the Falcons got it going. They got it going. They they won the ground game. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Rams, I think next year, um, I, I I don't know what the cap and all that stuff. I'm not even going to get into all that stuff, but um, for some reason, I kind of see him taking just a slight step back. I don't see that at all, and 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 only for for a few reasons. You know, you still got a young group of players. Um, I, I guess the coaching staff will be in place. I don't see nobody. You know, I don't see Wade Phillips going anywhere. Nope. Um, that defense will stay intact. Um, I don't see nobody that they could lose that that significant off the offense. Um, 
I think the biggest thing for me, and I know I'm just kind of, you know, on the 49ers because of what we've seen over the last five weeks was five weeks with them. But the Rams, they still got to deal with Seattle. They still Seattle got not, see if anybody in that conference and division taking a step back is Seattle. Well, I think they I think they took their step back already. Now, I don't know if that means maybe they'll win one more game next year. They might go ten and six, eleven and five. But I think I mean, that, what I would think you that call, the, what would you call? I'm not even to cut you off. What would you call digressing then? Digressing I mean, in terms of the Seahawks? Or no, in terms of the Rams. In terms of the Rams, maybe eight and eight, nine and seven. Wow. Maybe. Eight okay. and eight, nine and seven. Okay. Again, the 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 Seahawks are there, and I and I get it. They got you know some free agents. Earl Thomas might be out of there. Cam might not, from what I heard, Cam might not even play football again. Right. With that neck injury. Right. So, well. Let's... Their running game is garbage. Their offensive line is garbage. Their off receivers season. are cool. You think they're going to be able to address all of those in the offseason? Maybe not all of it, but, I mean, let's see. Until they. The wolf... Cardinals are going to be bad. Until the Seahawks woefully bow out, I'm not going to count them out. And then what we've seen with San Fran in the last five weeks with Garoppolo playing the way he is, I'm expecting that they're going to be in this mix also. So the division is going to get tough in my eyes yeah, I don't think so. next year. I don't, think I don't know so. if the Rams are just going to be like, okay, we here to stay, blah, blah, blah. They'll take a, uh, To me, it sounds like they'll take a slight step back, but the year after that, they'll – They'll bounce back and they'll 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 be that same. I think offense. the Rams. I think the Rams will look to be winning the division for the next two, three, maybe five years, um, because I think it's gonna take a while. Garoppolo's good. He don't got no real weapons with him. <sighs> look what he's done with them weapons, though. Yeah, but and and, and, I, and I get it. Nobody's a, seen him play. I know. I get it. It's a small sample size. Yeah. Nah, I, I, and, and 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 let's be clear. I think that Garoppolo is going to be a good quarterback. I think all this dissension that's been going on in, in New England, you know, since he's left uh, behind the scenes, is a, is a clear shore to me that mm-hmm. they, you know, they let somebody good go. Right. But uh, you still need weapons. I mean, don't get don't don't. Well, I, mean, I think they I think they got plenty of cap space to address that. They, yeah, they, but, they they don't have no high price guys on there. But then the, but then the matter first of all they're gonna have to pay Garoppolo. I mean, and, and no, they're not gonna pay him twenty million. They got they're gonna pay him. They probably end up paying him like fifteen, seventeen, something like that. Mm. Just because he's, yeah, yes, they're paying him fifteen, seventeen. I'm willing to bet that he gets twenty million or above. Okay, well then okay, well then because remember the market. It, exactly, okay, exactly. Because okay. some dumb team like the Cleveland Browns. Or Buffalo, or one oh, of these you don't other think the teams. Staying in San Fran? No, I think oh, he's staying. Okay. I'm just saying that Buffalo might be like, "Yo, I want to pay you 25," and then it forces San Fran to be like, "Okay, well, we got to pay you 26 and a half." That that that's all I'm saying. I, I I think okay. I mean, I don't disagree with you. I think I think Jimmy Garoppolo is. I think he stays. I think Garopp. I don't think I don't even know that. I mean, I know he. he I guess he's a free agent. He's a free agent. Uh, yeah, I, I think they I think they nipped that in the bud really quickly. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see. But I'm willing to bet yeah. he gets twenty million but, more. But all that to say, all that to say is, is that he that the the San Francisco 49ers have too many deficiencies to address this year. 
mm-hmm. with while the Los Angeles Rams offense, for the most part, is intact. I would like to see uh, slightly better receivers. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. I would like to see slightly better receivers, and obviously they got some things to address as far as defense. You like um, Robert Woods? I don't like him as they don't have a number one. That's 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 my point. They don't have a number one. Yeah, Robert Sa- yeah, yeah. Sammy Watkins, Sammy Watkins did not Watkins play like a number one. Sammy Watkins ain't a number one. I I think I think that's clear. I don't. I think that's clear. I, I, I maybe he. What's this? His fourth he, year. It's fourth or fifth year. Yeah, like I that. think it's clear. I think it's clear. I mean, obviously, I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. I think it's clear that they are that he is not a number one. Robert Woods is not a number one. Um, this is this has been a um, and Cooper Cup is in the slot, so you're not gonna yeah really. It's, this is a this is a um, a byproduct of Sean McVay putting together a good offense. Well, let's let's see what they do in the off season. Um, if they can get somebody in free agency, let let's let's see what. All happens. that being said, they're in way better position than any other team in that division. Yeah, no, no, I I, I hear you, I hear you. Um, wait a minute, show says I want to see what happens with Jimmy G. Now that there's tape out there on him, that's facts. Uh, he also says twenty mil is a stretch for Jimmy G. But my Lions did pay Stafford. Um, it, it is a stretch. But well, I, I say that because, and I said fifteen to seventeen because mm-hmm. um, that's what the that's what's been talked about out there fifteen seventeen million. Mm-hmm. So um, that's what's you know right. Like right. They, I don't I, they nobody talked about years in anything that I read. Sure, but yep. They talked because years makes a difference. Too. Yeah, but yep. they talked about fifteen seventeen million. Mac Farrell says Jimmy G is equal to Nick Foles. Mm. I mean, oh snap. <laughs> I mean, I'm not mad at him saying it because, like I said, it's just it's such a small sample size. Mm-hmm. It's like that 25 and two year with Nick Foles. I mean, like, was that really just that was really a product of a a a, a, a offense that nobody had seen before in Chip yep. Kelly, and you know that working like nobody having tape on it, right? So. Right. You know, I I mean, I guess. I mean, time will tell. But like I said, I, I believe Jimmy G might be the real deal because he certainly seems to be causing dissension in the ranks of New England. Yeah, and nice segue to that. So I, I guess we can talk about that stuff. Um, what, what, what do you think, man? You, you, you think mo- the majority of the stuff that's in the report yeah, man, is I, real? I, I, I honestly think that... Um, that Tom Brady was uncomfortable with Jimmy G waiting in the wings. And, and honestly, we see why. Yeah, and I honestly, uh, uh, he said, stop s- skipping chat. I don't know what we skipped, but all right. I think he's talking to somebody in the chat. Okay. Um, I think that he, you know, because here's the thing about, here's the thing that we know it to be true about Bill Belichick. Yep. Um, Bill Belichick makes football decisions. He makes football decisions. He's he the coach. He's the GM. The future. Yep. He don't. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't think. I don't think he believes he owes Tom Brady anything. No. And Tom Brady uh, had a great season. Let's let's be clear. But um, Jimmy G could have those type of seasons in that kind of office. Not as good as Brady, but he he's younger. He probably won't be cost as much money, um, and uh, 
You know what I'm saying? Like right. he looking to he it's his job to look towards the future. That's his job to look towards the future. Right. Uh, Chief Rocker, no, I ain't Trey. I'm talking about y'all. Okay, so you want me to read some of your chat, Chief? Is that well, what you want? You better have some bars for the shit that you talking about. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about you watching St. John's in Georgetown. I don't, I don't know what that is. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. Um, talking about Sammy. Oh, he's talking about Sammy Watkins. Yeah, I agree with you there, Chief. Um, Nick oh, Foles is hurt. You want your chat read? Yeah. Is there that was nothing? that was bars, my nigga. <laughs> Nick Foles looked like some shit. That was a bar, my nigga. <laughs> Over the last couple of weeks, he has no doubt. <laughs> Sammy Watkins ain't had a good year. That's because nah, he hasn't he ain't had a good year. Nah, he hasn't. He hasn't had a good year. He hasn't. I, I would say Robert Woods has had a better year than Sammy Watkins. Say what? Say one more time. I said I would say that Robert Woods yeah, has had yeah, a better yeah, year yeah, yeah. than Sammy yeah, Watkins. Yeah. I would say Cooper Cup has had a better year Facts. than Sammy Watkins. No, Facts. Question, no question about that. Uh, Mac Farrell says Chief I was referring to Foles' miracle season when, when he came in for yeah. Vic. Oh yeah, the twenty nine and two. Yeah, the twenty five and two. I thought. I think it was twenty nine and okay, two. Well, whatever. Yeah, he ain't seeing that again. Yeah, those <laughs> days are long gone. Yep. He played. You know, we played uh, for Jeff Fisher that one year yeah, that, that's with the Rams. He, that's the year after he got the contract with the Chiefs. Oh, did he get the contract with the Rams? He got the contract with the, the Rams, and, and then, then he went with, with the Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, man. I look. Um, but getting back to the Patriots situation, um, look, Bill Belichick ain't got no time for y'all for that bullshit, and. He didn't want to let go of uh, he didn't want to let go of freaking um, Garoppolo because he knew how good he was. He knew how good he was. He also knows Brady is not going to be doing this forever. forever. Even though Brady wants to play till he's fifty, it's not. And he's been following the possible. offense. Yeah, it's and not he's been possible. Following the and look, just like the Patriot way, all these guys that kind of come and go and. They interchange parts every year. Brady is not fallible in that sense. Yeah. They, they can cut Brady. They could be that ruthless and be like, look, you a Hall of Fame player? We got to get rid of you, bro, because yeah. we got to get ready for the next generation yeah, of is. quarterback. Yeah. yeah. We expect to be good. I mean, it's gotten to the point where Giants fans mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God. are talking about Oh my the God. possibility of getting Bill Belichick. Maestro, you, you should have heard the show on a fan in New York. What was it Monday, yesterday, or, or Friday? Dude, they was hashtagging BB to NYG. Like, the hashtag was just real. I'm like, y'all, y'all niggas really trying to hype up Belichick to the Giants? I get he was there previously. He won a ring with them. I, mm-hmm. I get all that. But let this thing kind of play out because, look, if they win the Super Bowl, things could change. If they win the Super Bowl, that 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 just that really. I mean, he could say things can change yeah. depending on what happens these next few weeks. So what you see in the report might just be some fluff, or part of it could be real. But let, let's just see how this thing plays out. Yeah, you know yeah. that that that's kind you know kind of where I'm at. But I'm willing to bet that. Had they not traded Garoppolo, I think this offseason, they'd have been like Brady. I don't know if it had been that easy. I don't know if it had been that early, though. Ruthless, man. I don't know if it had been that early. Because he just came off, like, what, he threw maybe four interceptions this year? 
Who, Brady? Yeah. Yeah, but, man, this business is ruthless, man. Yeah, I don't think it'd have been that early. The, the Patriots. I don't think it'd been that early. The, the Patriots are ruthless, man. I think, I think, I think Tom Brady be seeing Jimmy Garoppolo in, in, in practices and like shit. That, right. That boy got some snap on his throws. That boy got some shit on his throw. If I get injured, if I get Drew, like he could very well become the Drew Bledsoe. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No and I question. think I think he worried about that one hit. All it takes, oh, man. One hit, that's it. All it takes, man. He might man. get that hit in Pittsburgh, man. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> the tight, the Titans you. might hit him. Man, listen. With that defense, they might hit him. <laughs> For real. Man, listen. Yeah, yeah. I think, I, I think Tom Brady was... I think Tom Brady might have been a little shook. It's possible. He might have seen his mortality in the eyes of Jimmy Garoppolo. And wanted that nigga about it. Yeah, let's face it, we're not gonna know the truth until the off season. Yeah, so oh, shit, we still might know the truth because niggas be lying to us like shit. Because that ninja says Brissette was the bigger threat. What up, that ninja? That's the way to come into the chat room. What's, what's, what's good, That's that the way ninja? Coming to the chat room, my nigga. What's, what's good, that ninja? Man, listen. All right, Brissette was the bigger we, threat. We disagree. So let's so let's ship Brissette to the Indianapolis Colts. And let's see what kind of take well, we could get. I don't want. I don't want to blame Brissett for what happened in Indianapolis. And who? And who? And who they trade him for? Philip Dorsett. Philip Dorsett. Yeah. Um, like you think the Patriots I, really wanted Philip Dorsett, or maybe they just didn't have a choice. Yeah, I, we. Yeah, uh, what Garoppolo? Are y'all looking? What Garoppolo? Are y'all looking at? It's from that ninja. Listening to y'all, he sounds like a mythical creature. Nah, he don't sound like a mythical creature. He just sounds younger than Tom Brady. I never heard this guy speak. But, no, he's talking about how we're talking about him. Oh, like we're saying like he's so good, and I mean, let's be clear. He's put up. He put up stats similar because we saw this yep. this graphic somewhere similar to Colin, to Colin Kaepernick. Kaepernick. Yes, yes. Um, in, in five games, and, and again, it's a small sample size. It's a small sample size. All I'm saying is that Tom Brady might have seen a young, youthful, hungry quarterback. And notice that Bill Belichick seems a young, youthful quarterback, and he want to play the forty-five. He might not get to play the forty-five when you got a young boy twenty years younger than you. He you might know what I'm saying? That's, that got snap on the ball. He might not get to play the forty-five when he takes one big hit from one of these teams in the playoffs. And Brissett was not a bigger threat. I, we just disagree there. And 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 let the Patriots play the Vikings in a Super Bowl. He gonna get hit. <laughs> let's, mm. let, let's just be real. Mm-hmm. He he gonna be playing some defenses the next three weeks if they get to the Super Bowl that are gonna want to knock this guy down. Facts. Let, let's just be real about that. Uh, um, what you what else you got? No, nah, I was just reading Chief Roger saying Big Ben better watch out for his spot. What for Joshua Dobbs? I, I was I was about uh, to let's, say. Let's who, be clear. Who's the third string? Ben Roethlisberger is gonna play is is gonna play out to his contract. I, I don't think. When's um, his contract out? Um, 2020, I want to say. 2020. Yeah, he'll play. He'll play to the end of the So, if the Steelers, and I'll throw up if this happens, but if they win the chip, do you think he walks away? Um, I did earlier in the year, but I'm not so sure now. He looking like, he looking like, you know, where he should have been looking at the beginning of the season. Like, he, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. he looking like he could, he could run two more years. I think, I, I I'm... I, I lean back towards him playing out his contract. Um, that ninja blamed jo- Jacoby Brissett had a great year. Right, I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying I don't blame Jacoby Brissett. Uh, getting to that team after the season started 
and picking up the offense so quickly. If you look at the whole season, he did way better than Garoppolo considering. Um, hmm? Okay. He's saying that, um, but here's the other piece. Now, now, first let me just say that I agree that Jacoby Brissett had a good year considering. Mm-hmm. I agree with you there. Is there in terms of the circumstances, in terms of the circumstances, the he literally he literally went to the Colts like week one or some shit. Yep, and um, had to learn the playbook, had to learn and off learned, the rip. and learned it. Yep, um, was mobile mobile quarterback does have some accuracy with the deep ball. Um, all that being said, and the Colts were in a lot of games this year. Yeah, they were in a lot of games. It's just I'm saying I'm blaming the Colts. More than I'm blaming Brissett. Brissett did, I think, the best he could do with who who was on his team. Yep. And with how he didn't have no offseason. And, and let's face it, we, we've been talking about this for a while. The Colts, as far as, a, as the team goes, they don't have anything. We talked about this offensive line being garbage. And it's still garbage. Yeah. I mean, they were one of the highest, you know, sacked teams in the league. We we we've been saying this for for years now. We've been saying this. So yeah. I, 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 what do y'all think about the playoff games? Or did I miss it? Did we cover all four games? Uh, no, not yet. We're gonna we're gonna cover the, the next the, one the after the game. break. Right? Yeah, okay. we we gonna we gonna cover these games after the after the break here. But um, then just said, don't forget the media makes up. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah. So sure. Yeah, definitely. And and that and and Ninja. That's why I'm saying. Let's wait to the off season in terms of this Patriot stuff and see if this was just a bunch of fluff or if there's parts, bits and pieces to it that hey, maybe after all, Belichick might leave the Patriots yeah. and coach someplace else. You know, maybe Brady does, you know, hang it up, you know, if he wins his sixth title. We 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 don't know. There's a lot yeah. of foot there's football to be played with this team, so Things change when circumstances become a, a bit different. So right. that I, I'll just leave it at that. That ninja says we have a long time to go, but I'm betting by the end of their careers we'll be way more impressed with what Jacoby Brissett does. All right. All right. We'll Can we see. put a timestamp on this on that comment? We'll, we'll see. I mean, if we I have... would I would like to see Jacoby Brissett in a much better situation than where he's at right now. Well, the problem is, is that they're probably going to keep him. And they're going. He's going to be a backup. That's the problem. Yeah, we yeah, might not true. even see this dude for another year. That 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 is true. That 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 yeah. that, that that is true. That is true. Uh, he says, "Mac, I was so confused when they traded Brissett because he's a great heir apparent. I think he's a great heir apparent. I just don't think he's. I, I don't think he's a great heir apparent for that particular team, though." Well, that's what he's talking about. He, he, yeah, he's talking about, he's talking about, he, he said, I mean, but what, I don't know, bro. I, see, I'm all, I, 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 I am in, I'm in agreement. I'm, I'm the people who, I'm one of the people who believe. I want to see Brashek get a shot. I'm I one do. of the, I'm one of the, quarter, I'm one of the dudes that believe that the quarterback, the, 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 the evolution of the quarterback mm-hmm. is really turning into, you have to be able to be mobile and accurate at the same throw time. from the pocket. Yeah, so yes, that yes. so that that makes win for black quarterbacks to be able to uh be, you know, in the likes of Tom Brady's and things. When that full shift happens, yep. we'll give more credit to um say the Cam Newtons and uh Which we should be already. I, I well, give the Cam Newtons credit. 
Um, I mean, look, Donovan McNabb was a great. I one. mean, but would you say? Would you say right now that Cam Newton, in let's say the past three years, mm-hmm. is a top ten quarterback? I would say so. You would say so. Yep. I would so definitely if we lined say so. it up right now, mm-hmm. um, I, I, and I'm just, and I'm just. I mean, obviously, we in here talking shit. I ain't nothing. I think what y'all hold me, y'all hold. I don't be. I just be talking shit. I don't. So, but let's let's count it down. Right. Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers, Breeze, Brady, um, Ben, Ben, and then Russell Wilson. You go Russell Wilson. You go uh, Matt Ryan. I guess you got to go yeah. there. Um, I'm just, I'm just going. I guess go by division here. AFC East. We talked about Brady. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, no. Um, AFC North. We we talked about Ben. I don't think Andy Dalton is a top ten quarterback. Joe Flacco has not played like a top ten quarterback. Um, and the Browns, forget it. Mm-hmm. Um, AFC South. Would would you say Andrew Luck? No. You in the last three in the past years? Three years? No. In the last three years, now if you said five, maybe in the last three years. When, when did he get hurt? He's, he's been he's been at least hurt for two years. Okay, at least. Okay, bet, yeah. bet. Okay, so bet. no, Andrew Luck, no, bet. Um, so yeah, he's in there. Out Cam west, in there. would you? I was gonna say yeah, he's in there. I mean, I mean, we could go. So to I was gonna, throw, I was gonna go Philip Rivers. Maybe you think Philip Rivers in that but, top ten in the last it, three years? He's been good. I don't know if he's been better than Cam Newton though. No, I mean that's not the debate. I'm just we're just trying to to figure out if there are ten quarterbacks better than Cam. Rivers is there. Yep, Rivers is there. Not better than Cam, but he's in the top ten. I would say. Mm, I would say he's there. Um, Top ten. Okay, so shit. Now we gotta go to NFC. Um, You can't. You can't count Dak. You can't count Carson. Two years. You can't count Dak. Two out of three years. We're talking about. Uh, I would say really one. I mean, did did he really? Was he really good his rookie year? I, I would I would count I, I maybe count Dak's first year. Well, then it's still one year because yeah, Dak has Dak was good. I don't think and Dak, Dak wasn't was, bad this year. He wasn't bad. He just wasn't what he was his rookie year. I mean, okay. So you don't say you don't say Dak in the t- past two in the past three years. Dak doesn't make this conversation. I disagree I with you. By the way, I don't think so. Okay, would I, you would you put Kirk Cousins in the top ten? He's got the stats. Four thousand yard seasons, and I hate that I gotta put him in there. But you gotta put Kirk Cousins in there. Three four thousand yard passing seasons, despite the team, you know, despite the win loss column, and I mean, they made, didn't they make the playoffs? No, they made the playoffs in three years. Yeah, they did. They did. They went in uh, twenty fifteen. Okay, they they won a division nine and uh, seven. But yeah, but I, Kirk Cousins, you you, you gotta okay, make the case. We had eight. Um, let's see, Stafford, Stafford, Stafford you nine. could probably put in there, um, nobody on the Vikings or Bears, the South, we already touched upon the South, out West, we got Wilson, um, so Carson Palmer, no, no, he's there, so Cam no. is there, and Cam I'm, and, there. and I am pissed off, ain't that nobody Colin saying Dak Coward, was better than Cam Newton, I'm saying he's in the 10, I'm pissed off that Colin Coward says that Carson Palmer's a Hall of Famer, I'm, I'm really pissed off at that. I get yeah. the, I get the numbers are there in in some shape. So you saying he's not a Hall of Famer at all? I don't think he's a Hall of Famer at all. Mm. I don't think he is. You, I, I, I don't know. I, I you know I saw I saw the post uh-huh. and I read the comments and I listened to what he said. Um, which by the way are good points. Uh, I don't. I, I, I that dude was horrible in the playoffs, man. He is. He is. That dude was terrible. So the question is: Is are there Hall of Famers that have been bad? In the uh, playoffs. 
Um, I can't think of any. Would you well, say Tony well, Romo's a Hall of, Hall of Famer? No, but you don't think Tony Romo's a Hall of Famer? No, but okay. it wouldn't surprise me if they pushed him in because he played for the Dallas Cowboys. It I think it, that's the same reason Carson Palmer makes it because he played for the Bengals. No, because he because he was statin. He was statin. Well, not, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The numbers are there, but I think it's more about when I think of the Hall. When I think of the Hall of Fame, I think about not just the numbers, but the the consistency, the moments, the big moments in big spots. Okay, and Palmer hasn't had that. It, it see at least with somebody like like a and and I haven't watched a lot of Dan Marino's games back in the day, but I I have to imagine that Dan Marino has had a lot more big postseason moments than Carson Palmer, despite Marino not winning a chip. Mm-hmm. I, I would have to think that. Yeah. So, for me, for me, it's a no for Carson Palmer. I'm sorry. Yeah, I haven't came to a full conclusion, but I, but do I think he's going to make it? I, I think he's going to make it. I don't know if I agree with it, but I think he's going to make it. <sighs> On the seventh ballot. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying I think he's going to make it. Yeah. Well, I, I just think I'm, I, I don't know. I, I think he's going to make it. I I don't think that he is. Yeah, like he's he's not a first ballot. He's I don't like you said. I don't know that he's a second ballot. Right, and he, and that's my thing. I'm I'm just not the numbers again. The numbers are the numbers are there, but especially in a Hall of Fame that wants to put a quarterback in every year. Yeah, sure. the The numbers are there, but the the postseason moments were ugh. It, they they were just. Uh, I mean, particularly the the Arizona game against um, who was that they beat. In that playoff game, um, in overtime, Green Bay, Green Bay, yeah, Green Bay, yeah. He, he was terrible in that game, and they won the game because Fitzgerald went off in in the fourth quarter in overtime. So, you know, all the other games he's played, you know, I mean, but he got he had to throw it to Fitzgerald though. Yeah, sure. Well, he threw it to Fitzgerald, and Fitzgerald had that yeah, long, long run to right. set up the yeah, touchdown right, right. in the red zone. I, I remember right. that game specifically. Yeah. All right, folks, uh, you want to get in the chat room or you want to call the show, the number is 240-532-2718. We get back, more wild card recap talk. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about this LeVar Ball thing that's been going on. I think it's great, in, in my opinion. We'll see what Maestro has to say about it. So you're listening to the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We'll come back. Ladies and gentlemen, hear me and hear me good. If you like sports, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. If you like comedy, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. If you like a different opinion coming from a different angle, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. So join me Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with your host, Jelani, J.B. Bodie, and of course, my man, Lopan. On the Two Live Stews Radio Network. Ain't that right, Lil' Pan? Coming straight from the A. Kick it with your boy, KC, at www.kc.com. This show covers some of the realest issues trending today. He'll keep you locked in from the first listen. 
You can find him online on his mobile app or at KYSII.com, XSquadAffiliates.com, iTunes, Google Play, and especially on the SME Network on Tuesdays at noon. You don't want to miss it.
Bounce. Jaguars are heading to Pittsburgh. Yo, that was the most boringest ass game <laughs> I have ever seen in my life, dog. Facts. That was, oh my God, that was just a killer to watch that game. You know beat. what's funny is I thought that that might have been a, it turned out to be a good game. And nigga, I promised you, I fell asleep three times in that game. <laughs> I wish and within one game. I, I wish I fell, I fell asleep. asleep, man. I had the kids with me and everything. We watching the game, and I'm just like, yo, like when they gonna like? And it's not even the fact that they didn't put in up enough points. Yeah, it's just the the punt after punt, the the three and outs, and it was it was just all that. It was just no. It was just no ball movement. Yeah, at Chief all. Rocker, no, I did not produce that. That was Flo Rida. One of the illest rappers in the game. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even say that shit with a straight. One face. of the one of the one of the top uh, one of the top ten rappers of all time. <laughs> Flow rider son. got balls uh, all day. I yo. can't even say that shit with a straight face. I would never produce a no better a better shit. a better lyricist than Eminem right there, son. <laughs> straight up, stop beat. saying that shit, man. I, I'm I'm stop just I am joking like hell when I say that. Nah, um, yeah, I, uh, three three four. What up? Uh, I can't. I, I, I that game that did, that game wasn't it for me, man. It was a whole bunch of, uh, like I'm all for field position games, mm-hmm. but you got to move the ball a little bit. Like that's it, what I'm it, saying. You got to move the ball a little bit. Like I, like uh, like Bortles. Like oh my god. Like like son. Like can you just complete a five yard pass? Like he kept throwing over his receivers. Yeah, and, and screens, screens, e- screens, like easy passes. But and let's be clear. Do you did you watch this game? Did you and who's who's Buffalo's coach? Dermot uh, uh, McDermott. McDermott. Mm-hmm. Did you watch this game and feel like you understood why he tried to take a shot at Nate with Peter mid season? Um. Yeah, because you know we we did kind of have that uh, discussion about you know whether Tyrod should have deserved to be benched. For that particular game, and I, I still hold to that. I still yeah, think now, that let's Tyrod. Be clear. Now, let's he should be clear. stay in that game. Yeah, he should have. He should have. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Yeah, he shouldn't have been benched. Mm-hmm. Nathan Peterman with some garbage. The pro- and that's the problem is that I haven't seen enough of Peterman to really make a full judgment. The problem also is is that what we've seen of Peterman, he's got awful. He's got six yeah. interceptions in the short amount of time we've seen him. Yeah, and, and and that's and that's the problem there. So. Yeah, we did get a Nate Peterman sighting toward the end of the game there. Like he, um, he was trying, but was it more because didn't Tyrod Taylor get injured, or they, did he just get benched? He, no, he got knocked out, man. Yeah. I mean, he was laying on the ground for a while, man. Yeah. And um, Romo got criticism because you know he was doing the game, mm-hmm. and while Tyrod was laying on the ground and the players were around him taking knees and stuff, this nigga talking about the ten second runoff. I'm like, dude. You talking all this football stuff, and you got Tyrod Taylor probably died on the field. Like, the dude wasn't moving at all. You got people around I him trying to figure out, like, yo, like, what's, I ain't mad at that, what, bro. what's going on? I ain't mad to you, man. I ain't mad at that because the truth, the, like, I don't know if he, I don't, rem, I don't remember if he actually said, you know, 
let's be, you know, I don't know, you know, like right. acknowledge Tyrod Taylor. I don't know if they acknowledged him, mm-hmm. but if he didn't acknowledge him, he should have acknowledged him. But at the same time, it is still your job to commentate and let the listener or the watcher know what's going on. Right, right. That's his responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, I ain't mad at him for that. I, I would say, uh-huh. I would say that if you're going to acknowledge that you should have, you should have at least made a short acknowledgement of it in the beginning. Then, yeah, in the beginning, and then I they can talk about. Didn't. I don't know if he did it. No, I'm telling you, I watched yeah. Tyrod go down, and the nigga was talking about ten second runoffs, like he, like he was like trying to break down analysis of the ten second runoff. Yeah, but and I'm but, like, I mean, but what was he supposed to say? What was he supposed to say? You know, well, if he'd have said, hey, like, ooh, like that was a tough hit, like you know, hope he's all right, something to that effect, and then you could go and talk about, well, this is a situation. It's you know, after two minutes. It'll probably be yeah. a ten second runoff. That you know, know that kind well, of thing. Probably. Like he, like he didn't even acknowledge that Tyrod was on the ground. I'm like, fam. Uh, yeah, that was know. that was a little. Know. I mean, I guess I guess that's a bad choice. I don't know if I'm mad at that person. Let me I don't let me know. Um, let me read Ninja's comments here. Um, he says if Jacksonville doesn't try to hurt Rapist Burger the same way they were doing to Tyrod, I'm going to lose all respect for them. Well, let's be clear. Pittsburgh has a better offensive line than Buffalo. Um, You know, like, they might, I don't know, man. I don't don't know if that's a a fair assessment. They might try to get to him, but, Mm -hmm. and I'm not even saying they won't get to him at all. They're not going to hurt Roethlisberger. Let's let's be clear. They're not going to hurt him. But they're, they're going to play their defense. They got a pretty good front. And they're, they're going to get after the quarterback like like you're normally supposed to. I don't think they're going to hurt Ben. I don't I don't think I don't think their intent was even to hurt Tyrod. I just think he got uh, about the line It's about when they get to him being dirty with the hit. They were dirty with. Did I miss something? With Tyrod? Yeah. I don't think there was. A, it was a dirty hit that I missed. I don't think it was intentional, though. I mean, he hit his head. He hit his head. Yeah, he he hit it. He hit his yeah, head. I, yeah. I I, I don't. I just don't think it was intentional. That yeah, that's just my I, opinion yeah. with me watching it. Um, just listen to when a colonizer gets her, hear her. I, I don't know if he's saying hurt, and hear all the empathy in their voice when it sounds. Oh, okay. He's talking about mm-hmm. Tony Romo. Yeah, Romo. Okay. Um. Then he also says they put Peterman in because Jacksonville hurt Tyrod. On purpose by tossing his head I don't into, think they into him on the purpose. turf. Yeah, I, I don't think. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't believe that. Yeah, you agree that Bortles sucks. Tyrod was not given the opportunity. His line didn't block to him, and they never targeted Kelvin Benjamin. Um, Ninja, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch that play again, and if my eyes tell me what I thought, I'm we we gonna come back to this conversation. Cause I'm, I, I don't believe that they was like seriously trying to hurt the guy. Um, and and so, <sighs> we gotta go there. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think so, that's intent. I'm sorry. Is is there outside of Paul Pelesny? Is there anybody white in the front seven of Jacksonville? I doubt it. I I don't know. So I, I don't know. I, my question, I guess, my question is, uh, uh, is he implying that black players are? Hitting black other black quarterbacks worse than they would hit a white quarterback? Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I, I'd have to look. At, I'd have to look at well, that no, front I, line. Th- that well, I know for I, I'm 
almost certain that in the front seven mm-hmm. of the Jacksonville Jaguars, the only white player in that front seven, hell, in that starting defense, right. is Paul Pelesny, who got injured in that game. And, and Ninja, just to go back to uh, a couple of comments ago, talking about the good defense and you can appreciate that side of the game. No, that's uh, I agree with you, Ninja. I can appreciate good defense. It's just that. I need there was a lot. There was some... a lot of punts. There was a lot of like zero for five on third down. It, it, it was just a. It was just an ugly game to watch. Black players go after black quarterbacks because there is no fine or penalty. I don't believe that. I mean, what? All right. I mean, no. He, I, all right. What that that they don't get fined? Well, he's saying that if you hit a black quarterback you're less likely to be fined than for hitting a white quarterback. Okay, I got to look at the history. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, gotta, I, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I, I got to look at the history nigga. on that. I, I don't, yeah, I don't, know if, I don't know about that. I don't know. Listen, Buffalo needs a lot in the offseason. Um, offensively, they need, like, they need receivers. And I know they got Kelvin Benjamin. He's a pretty good one. Um, um, and, oh, by the way, when they were in the red zone, first thing goal, Mm-hmm. And they tried that pass to Benjamin, Benjamin in the yeah. corner. Mm-hmm. I'm throwing my arms up like, what the hell are y'all doing? You got Shady McCoy, and y'all niggas want to pass the ball Shady on McCoy first and goal. That, that, that much seems to be it. I would have ran that nigga four times, and I would have ran him on fourth down. Jacksonville. And in that, in that situation, yeah, I don't know about that. first thing goal at the one, I'd have ran a nigga four right. times. Right. I mean, I hear you. I and and if I got stopped, then I got stopped. But where, where, where points is hard to come in a premium, you you, you got to uh, trust that offensive line. Four times. Ninja says, I believe they should have ran the ball as well, but that was a shady-ass pass interference call. Oh, the uh, yeah, the P.I. Yeah, on P. I. Benjamin. Benjamin yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That set him back, I think, five or yeah, ten that, yards yeah. or something like that. And then... That was the reason for the field goal then, and not the touchdown. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. And they had to be forced to pass. But um, this roster needs um, quite a lot. And I, and I know people were saying this was a team that was supposed to kind of tank or not make the playoffs, but they made the playoffs. And so now... To me, their needs is wide receiver. Obviously, they need they need like and 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 Kelvin Benjamin. I don't know if he's a number one receiver, man. I've been saying that for two years, man. He, he, I, and I know he's been injured, but yeah, I just I, to me he doesn't have the speed. Yeah, he don't have the route running, and that too to be a true number one receiver. They they need some receivers in the off season. Um, on defense. I think they could use a couple of interior linemen just to kind of beef that up because since they traded Darius, they've been ran over, you know, pretty much. So I, I would address that issue as well. And then you got this thing with um, Tyrod. Yeah, that look. That man. that's that's the thing that. And this is the real question. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyrod's been there for four years, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Um. You know, I, I guess I guess you would you would be a little bit more uh, informed about Tyrod Taylor. I know he was younger in Baltimore, yep. and didn't play a whole lot. But you'd be you'd have a little more of an informed in opinion on mm-hmm. who he is as a quarterback. But I think you're leaning towards the same way that I'm leaning that um, this guy is not a starting NFL quarterback. I think you could find better. 
Um, well, let me address the starting quarterback thing. I think he is a starting quarterback. Okay. okay. I just don't think he's a starting quarterback for this particular team. When you're being benched at five and two or five and three, whatever I they were. I mean, I, I, when, when you're being benched in that particular part of the season, when you're vying for a playoff spot, that tells me that they don't want you as a quarterback. So, okay. in my eyes, okay. if I'm Tyrod, I'm like, okay, I, I need to go somewhere else. Like, I think Ninja mentioned in the, in the chat earlier, he mentioned something about Denver. I would take a chance. I would I would like to think that the Broncos, with their quarterback issues, would give a somebody a chance like a Jacoby Prezet or a Tyrod Taylor that opportunity. Mm-hmm. to I mean, to at least... Bring them in, compete for the starting job, and Tyrod, I, I, I would think, would be able to win a, a starting job like that in Denver. I, I, I To me, I just think that with the Bills, they've been trying to run them out of town, them being the organization. They're trying to, you know, take away weapons like they traded Sammy Watkins. They did all this other stuff to try to strip down the team. If I'm Tyrod, I'd, I'd rather go someplace else. And and have a chance to start yeah, someplace. He got to do what's his what's his situation though? His contract situation. I I, I think he's there for no. He, he, it's I think it's up. You think it's up? Yeah, I I think it's up. If I'm not mistaken, well, then, then shit, they'll probably get rid of him, right? They yeah, they they might cut him. They 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 definitely might cut him. Yeah. Um. And if that know. and if that's the case, I don't know where they'd be picking. Probably in the twenties. Mm-hmm. And there's some there's some quarterbacks in his draft. I wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if Buffalo got themselves one of these quarterbacks in the draft, or it wouldn't surprise me if they traded up to try to get one of these quarterbacks either. If this is the route that they're gonna go by letting go of Tyrod, exactly, Trey. They got rid of his talent, hoping that he would lose, and when he didn't, they benched him anyway. Mm, yeah, and that's exactly my point, Ninja. They they stripped the team down to rebuild, and the team was five and two. The, mm-hmm. He was five and two. Mm-hmm. He had a he had a four to one touchdown interception ratio, and I know you kind of scoffed at that when he got benched, but to me that's a big deal when you got a good defense and you got a strong running game, which the Buffalo Bills they, they both have, have. They do have that. That's a good ratio to have, even if you know the touchdowns are not in the twenties. If it's eighteen and if if he throws eighteen touchdowns, five picks, that's still good. That's still good it's enough. Not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. So, you know, I I, I don't know exactly what their what the Bills' plans are. So if you and and obviously we're speculating. Yep. If the Bills, um, if the Bills, the Bills being in the AFC East mm-hmm. are looking at the um. Obviously, the New England Patriots, yep. because and, and solely because they're in the same division, yep. And thinking, how do we compete with them? How do you compete with the New England Patriots? You got to score points. You, you got to put up points. You got to put up points. You got to put up points. Um, you got to have good corners, which I think the Bills have. The Bills have Tre'Davious White. Yep. I, I wouldn't say they have good corners. They have Tre'Davious White. He's a rookie, right? Yeah. Okay, well, there's upside. Yeah. No, he's that. a great corner. This mm-hmm. year, he's a great corner. Mm-hmm, yeah. But who else is there? So um, they, they, I, don't, I don't look Micah, at him. Micah Hyde is there. Yeah, I don't look at him. He's a safety, I thought. I think he, yeah, he is a safety. Yeah, but I don't look at. But he's a pretty good safety. Uh, he was he was good yeah, in Green Bay. He was good in Green Bay. I, yep. 
I don't I I don't pretend to watch a whole bunch of Buffalo football, but I don't know that um um that the other guy, whoever the other guy is, yep. Um, I don't think people look at him as a good corner. Mm-hmm. Now, feel free anybody who knows to tell me who that other corner is, and I'll tell you what I think about him. Yeah, but, I I don't know who the other corner is for them, yeah. but they they had I think I think the secondary right now is above average. I mean, with, they let with Darby the, go with the potential to be good. Well, Darby's in Philly. No, I'm saying they let him go. Right, right. And yep. you know, and now you're looking at which you know what could have been with Darby mm-hmm. and Tre Davis White. Yep. And now we talking about something. I, I, you know, I, you know, I think they to me they need more defensive line help. They they need they need a run stuff. I think the problem is that linebacker. That that too. I, I that, think the problem is that linebacker. I think they're that too are good. You think the front four is good? I think they're front four. I, they're, I think they're pretty good. Okay. I mean, okay. I, I mean, obviously took a step back with Darius gone. Yep. But I, I think they're pretty good. I mean, um, Jacksonville is the best running game in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, and and they were the whole. They kind of held him in check for the most part. I mean, yeah. I mean, that, all all the running game was uh, Bortles who ran for eighty six. Yep. Who was pulling that off of? You know them playing passing situations and he running. Yep. You know. Oh, he was scared, man. That dude yeah, was scared right. to throw the football, right. he man. Was scared to throw the football, right? Oh my god, that 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 was that was just so terrible. Yeah. Uh, I want to welcome BS Three Sports and Music to the chat the room, legend. man. Appreciate you uh, supporting the show, man. Uh, Mac Farrell says Bills will ride with Peterman at quarterback. Uh, well, I, 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 I guess best I, interest to draft. Yeah, I, I would say so. There's a lot of quarterbacks. Um, and Ninja put the names in there: Lamar Jackson, Blake Rose. Quarterbacks, by the way. Which is which, no, that's cool. Yeah. Which, but but it also tells you, in addition to the black quarterbacks, there's some white ones out there. Donald Rosen, Josh um, Allen yeah. is out. So you're you're talking about a good, a good, co- eight good class to nine. Good class. Quarterbacks to be Maybe. coming out of this draft. Yeah. So. Um, did you? Uh, who did the Ravens hire, or up, uh, or, or give a promotion to? Uh, they gave a promotion to. I just saw it. Greg Roman. Mm, that's not what I just. That saw. wasn't a name. That's not what I just saw. The linebacker coach just got promoted to the. the okay, that must have been breaking news then. Yeah, got, I, promote, I, I got promoted. Got promoted to defensive coordinator. Yeah. Must be. Must have been. Um, Martin Martindale. Wink Martindale. Yeah. I ain't gonna promote a game show host to DC or hey, football team, man. He might, y'all might be in some in for some rough years, man. Uh, they they got to make a splash, man. Yeah, they got to make some y'all kind might of splash. Be in for some rough years, my brother. <laughs> man, crazy. All right, um, Lavar Ball, man. Let, let let's briefly kind of get into this before we get to the next game here. Um, I guess he threw the Lakers coach under the bus. Is, is that what I'm? Yeah, I mean, is, said, is that the long, story? Long story short, uh-huh. he said that the. Uh, hold on, we got a call. Call uh, Hold on, call the call the. Who? What, what's 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 going on? Who this? What's good? Well, guess who stepped in the room? Goodbye. Yeah, what's up, baby? Yeah, what's good, man? What's going on, man? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's time to get your punishment. Say we've been ignoring your chat, so you got to call in, huh? No, I don't care about that. I'm just fucking (laughs) Right, right. What's on your mind, man? Uh, Well, first and foremost, uh, Jacksonville beat your whole division this year, right? 
Yes, yes, they did. He said, he said the Jaguars beat our entire division, yeah. which is a fact. The whole division. Yeah. And so did the Bears. Hold up, and the two people sitting up here hosting this show tonight, Jacksonville whooped both of y'all team ass good. Right. They kept winning the team London and beat the shit out of them, uh, the Ravens. Yep. Uh, then they took Big Ben and intercepted him six times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you talking about last week's playoff game. Last week's playoff game was a defensive battle. Both defenses came to play, right? Yep. Blake Bowles is a sorry-ass motherfucker. Eli will have that job next year. That's a fact. Right? Uh, the reason that the offense buzzed is because of Blake. But this week, they feel more confident. I don't know what the fuck Blake going to do, but I know Leonard Fournette going to run hard as hell. Because he's trying to run motherfuckers over towards the end of the game. If that man got that much energy towards the end of the game, imagine what he's going to have at the beginning of the Pittsburgh game. So, Chief, so let me ask you something. So, so Chief. Hold on, hold on, because he's he talking about my squad. Hold your question for a second. Yeah, I got a, I got a question. So, did you hear with, uh, I'm going to I'm gonna go back to week 12 when, I think it was week 12 when Jacksonville played Cleveland in Cleveland. Did you hear his uh, post-game conference uh, comments? No, I didn't hear it. What did he say? Leonard Fournette said, that I was on the on the sideline shivering like a bitch because it was so cold outside and I ain't want to play football for real. Obviously, I'm obviously I'm uh uh exercising in hyperbole, but he already telling people he don't want to play in that cold. And what's the weather supposed to be like in Pittsburgh? It's supposed to be a whopping twenty degrees. He don't want to play no football. Don't you think the PR? And everybody, player, player development, and whoever, uh, a rookies heard that comment. And you know what they did? They got to tell you what, man. Uh, if you plan on playing the postseason, we won't be sitting here in Jacksonville where it's halfway cold, not even that much cold. We're going to be on the road playing, right? So I'll tell you what we do. We get you some fucking equipment and gear that goes up under your uniform that keeps your motherfucking ass warm. And you'll have a jacket for you not in the game or uh, when a big heavy coach on. So, but you're going to have your ass out there playing some ball. So, them comments he said, that shit went to Tom Coffin. And you know how military his ass is. He got a little for that ass. You know what I'm saying? I bet you you won't hear no statement out of him this week saying no shit. That was week 12. This right here is week He's going to be talking about how he got the playoffs next week. That's what he's going to be talking about. I'm going to say. I'm gonna tell you what. I'm gonna tell you what, myself. When they when they beat that ass down, and you come on next Tuesday, saying <laughs> you know all these excuses about you know Big Ben sucks, which we all know he's down to his <laughs> inner wire. You know what I'm saying? Um, hey, this nigga just threw for five hundred of a couple of weeks ago, man. <laughs> and, and, and Antonio Brown, he wasn't fully recovered yet. Uh, Le'Veon Bell should have got the ball more. When all these excuses come up next Tuesday, right? Uh-huh. I'll come back to remind you of how macho you was tonight. Uh, hey, look, 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 let me tell you something. Let me, let me say one thing to you. Let me say one thing to you. Uh, your team is in disarray, <laughs> and that's just me being nice because because you my nigga and I respect you. That's you done. That's your thing. Yeah, don't worry about my. Nah, you don't worry about because. We had the most injuries 
out of any team to key players out of any team in the NFL shit. But I never once came on and said nothing about injury. I said, we going to win this week with the scrubs we had. We were down to third string players at the end of the year. Man, you're damn what you said, y'all love. Chief, y'all were 0-5 when them the players went down. We, but still no, goddammit, we played the ball game. We played. We the, never got, only game we ever got blown out this year was to the Rams. Yeah, that's, that's Rams cool. Played, and the way the Rams played um, um, yeah. this past Saturday, uh-huh. that made me think the Giants really did quick. Bernard Jenkins, all them bitches quit that game. Because the game was close until the fourth. Nah, that nigga ain't want to tackle though. You know, on that, that th- on that third and thirty something, that that nigga ain't want to tackle Robert Woods though. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hope we get um, I hope we get Carolina defense coordinator because he's a hell of a fine coach. Because my boy, uh, I work with his son and Cam is real good friends. They play ball throughout little league, high school, and he went to uh, South Carolina. He, um, Smart guy, the Panthers just let him go, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Mike yeah, Shula yeah. too, right? But uh, but but our general manager likes him better than he likes all other candidates. Um, that Bill Belichick shit, man. I wouldn't wait for Bill. Fuck Bill. Bill had a chance. To come <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let that let that nigga be free, Chief. Let Bill, let Bill say he want to play in New York. Let, let that nigga be free. You be all over his nuts. Yo, until until he say that, and we put a delay on. Uh, interviewing any more coaches, then I said, okay, come on back, Bill, because he do have two Super Bowl rings with us. Hey, 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 Chief. Hey, if if the Chiefs fire Andy Reid, w- would you want Andy Reid? Man, fuck Andy. <laughs> I said all year long when they won six and so, and, and, and we beat them. See, we in we in Denver career this year by beating them, and we almost in Kansas City career this year when we beat them. But both of them teams went to a dip. Uh, Andy Reid is the most fucking overrated coach in the league because you know why? I don't give a fuck how much extra knows he know. He don't never have a defense coordinator that's worth a damn, right? Then his offense always sputtered in the second half of a good game, mm. you know, because his offense ain't do a goddamn thing that second half. All right, and so I'll let me let me let, let's get back to Pittsburgh. Let's get back. Let's get back to Pittsburgh. Fuck the Giants. Okay. They ain't in the playoffs. They ain't doing shit right now. Let's talk yeah. about. Relevant playoff teams. Let me tell you something, man. Yeah. Let me tell you about something. Uh, let me let me tell you what this go. Let me tell you what this is going to boil down to. Blake Bortles is garbage. If you think that, we if you think that Ben Roethlisberger is going to throw five interceptions and two of them for pick sixes in this game again, there's something wrong with you. And I'm not sure. I'm not saying he's going to throw five. But he's going to be thinking about that in the back of his head. And them boys going to be swarming like bees around his motherfucking ball. So, Ben Roethlisberger, he's going to be put... If you, think, if you think Blitzburg, second in sacks this year, only to Jacksonville, ain't about to get in Blake Bottle shit in Heinz Field, you sadly mistaken, my brother. you sadly mistaken. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. The last time he came there, did he score some points? Who's that? We ain't scoring. We ain't scoring. We ain't scoring that. We got a whole bunch of field goals the last time. And let me give you another interesting. Let me give you another interesting stat. In the um before uh, Leonard Fournette's ninety yard run, he had uh twenty 
three, 23, 25 carries for 97 yards, averaging about a little over three point yards per carry. Uh huh. He getting shut okay, down. So. He he getting shut down. Do you understand what so I'm telling you? Like you gonna have to give him the ball 25 times, and best believe we playing. That motherfucking run game because Blake Bortles ain't finna do a motherfucking thing. We could play man. If we wanted to play man all game, we could play man all game. And Blake Bortles wouldn't be able to do nothing. And and let me let me just remind y'all of Bortles' stats in that game earlier. The nigga was 8 for 14 for 95 yards and he threw a pick. Here we go. Here we go with the stat, man. <laughs> it's facts. I ain't talking about we go with the stat man. Nigga, I give you facts, dog. That nigga might that nigga might throw two picks this time. Hey, but you know what, man? So you, you about that game Saturday night, right? Uh huh. You about almost got me about ready to check a plane going to either Dallas or what's other airports. You got me about ready to check on some of these planes like uh, to come sit up there with your goddamn ass and watch. You, you mean Dallas, not I'm Dallas. <laughs> night when you sleep, I'll be riding your ass just like the hag. Goddamn. Pause. Hey, let me tell you something, man. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let you above this line, but I'm gonna leave you with this. With this. Uh, with this shit. Pittsburgh yeah. gonna win by at least by at least two touchdowns, man. For real? But by, by at least two touchdowns, we gonna win. You really, you really think that? I know that in my heart, soul, and spirit. If we gonna win by at least because they're not putting up points, look, they're not putting up points. Chief, Chief, listen. No pick six are happening on Sunday. On Sunday, Chief, listen. I I want the Jaguars to advance, but the reality uh, is is that if Bortles turns his ball over in Pittsburgh territory a couple times, I think the game is over. I think the I think that game could end up like the Miami game when y'all played the Dolphins played last Dolphins, year in the playoffs. Yeah. I think that game will well, end up just like that if Bortles turns it over in Pittsburgh territory a few times. Well, I, I think no throwing Bortles is going to run more this game. Oh, that's then for Matt. Didn't didn't Matt Moore didn't Matt Moore run in the playoff last year and got his ass got knocked his, out? Got his head knocked off his motherfucking shoulders that's by Matt Bud Moore. Dupree. That is Matt Moore. Maestro, Maestro. Wait a minute. You and the black, Mac in the chat room, my boy Will, all y'all silver and black motherfuckers. I mean, damn, I'm calling y'all silver and black. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we <laughs> Six rings, nigga, check the stats, nigga. Six rings, nigga. Hey, check. Hey, you know what? What up? Y'all been on them six for a long time. Last uh, one was 2008, man. Well. Yeah, I mean, them first yeah, four yeah, came in the me. 70s. Mine was 2011, but they tell me a long time, too. Hey, man. You know, either, either, either way it go, Mike Stroke. That sounds like right? some niggas that ain't winning rings that's telling you that, too, by the way. It's probably yeah, some... I know. You know, you know. It's probably some Bengal fans telling you that. Mm-hmm. It's probably fame telling you that. Nah. No, the Bengal fans don't even want to fuck with me. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> either way it go, uh, Saturday, man. You know, when y'all play, man? That's, that's Sunday. I, that's Sunday, 1 o'clock, I think. Sunday, Oh, Sunday. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, Saturday, man, I may do a, a, a show before the Falcon game. You know, because I don't think I'm getting no plane. I want to go down. I want to. I ain't going to tell y'all where I want to go, but I want to go down someplace, man, and kick it with some people, man. You know what I'm saying? Smoke some cigars and watch these games, right? Uh, I won't know that until Thursday. Mm-hmm. So I already made reservations. 
you know. Oh, you flying? You flying up north, Chief? No, no, they ain't oh. that information. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, when I get there, I'm gonna do a show down there on my phone. But um, you know, that's if I end up going. I, I, I most likely I should go. I should go. But um, either way, go, Mike. So good luck, my brother. My man. But uh, the killer, the killer, the killer Jackson River, the killer Jackson. Uh, Saxonville. Saxonville. That's what they call them. Yeah. They beat us in sacks by five sacks this year. They beat us by five. He killed me, man. He's a Jacksonville Jaguar fan. You know, he lived out there, right? And I used to try to get him to be a Yankee, Knicks, and Giant fan. You know, I used to get him all that gear. Oh, man. He didn't trade all my gear in for some serious Jacksonville gear, man. And he told me, that cat named Maestro, tell him. I'm coming at him. Oh, snap. Right, All right, man. I that message. What's, 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 <laughs> hey, what, what's, what's that nigga name? Jamal. Hey, Jamal, fuck Jacksonville. All them Jacksonville, yeah. Jacksonville Jaguars can kiss my ass. <laughs> and that's how we rock yeah. it. Hey, hey, I, I hate to see you behind that Jaguar kiss. <laughs> 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 uh, this nigga Chief, man. My man. This nigga killing their time, man. But uh, we we were talking about uh, Lavar Ball, right? We're talking about um, him and um, him going after the coach for the Lakers. And uh, Ninja said something in the chat room that uh, Luke Walton deserved to be criticized for yeah. the way the team is playing, and and rightfully so. Yeah. I, I I don't have a problem with Luke Walton getting criticized. Here's what I here's what I what here's what I know emphatically about the way the Lakers are running the team. Grego, what up? Fuck the Patriots. Um, his Go Titans. What I emphatically know about um, the way that they're running the team as opposed to why Lonzo is criticizing. Lonzo Ball needs to have the ball in his hands. Period. He needs to be... Had, all that Golden State... Mm-hmm. You know, everybody ball movement, everybody getting the ball, all that type of shit. Mm-hmm. Where your power for it could possibly be. Lonzo Ball on. needs he needs to create. Lonzo Ball needs to have it in his hands every possession. He's he's got to create for the others. Yeah, he 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 has to. Even though Kuzma's having a really good year, you know, stats wise and the way you know the way he looks on the court. But yeah. but for this team to take it to the next level. He, he's got to have you can, you can't, the ball in his hands. Yeah, you can't you can't do the whole power forward can be your can be your point guard and he could take the break right. ball up. The Lonzo point ball, forward, yeah. But Lonzo Ball got to have the ball in his hands to be efficient. Yep. And pick and roll is I think pick and roll would be fire with with Lonzo Ball. But if you're gonna continue to do all this, yep. ball movement and all this old, I mean, and that's cool for the um, mm-hmm. you know, for the what's the name um. For the Warriors, that's cool for the Warriors, but mm-hmm. that ain't gonna be cool for the Lakers, man. It's not gonna be cool for the Lakers. Um, he sh- he got every right to be criticized. Yeah, but I like the way he handled it. He needs rhythm. I like the way um I like the way Luke Walton handled it in the uh, yeah in the conference, basically saying um what the fuck he say he said. I know he cussed. I know he said that. I was like, "Oh, this nigga." Cussed. I, I didn't see the. I didn't see the press conference. Oh, I'm a, oh you gonna make me find it. Luke Walton. They asked him about. Um, 
Oh, that's what he said. So they asked him. They asked him about why uh, Alonzo Ball was taken out uh, right before halftime and right, you know, near the end of the fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. He said he went in there and said because his father was talking shit. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I like that. Even though I just keeping it going. Yeah, I just like you know he obviously planned that he aware of what's going on. But the problem is, is that um, Lonzo Ball, Lonzo Ball got the head of ball in his hand, man. You gotta let him. You gotta let him run his show. Oh yeah, 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 you yeah. Let him run his show. No, no, no question. You, you definitely. He needs rhythm. He, yeah. he, he's not a guy that's gonna. You can't put him in the wing and expect him to score. Yeah, points. yeah. You yeah. can't make him be a shooter. He's he's got to have a ball and he's got to facilitate. And he's got to have rhythm. So, but but shout out to his daddy though, because not only do you have both your sons playing in Lithuania, but now you got this thing where we can watch these games on Facebook. Is, is that right? Say that one time. We got we we can watch these games, um, the Lithuania team and I oh, guess yeah, his yeah. team I saw that. on Facebook. I saw yep. ESPN posting game dates because I think the next time they're playing is on Monday. Yep. So I yep. saw that they. I, I'm assuming that they're going to air them games on um, on fucking ESPN. Right. Do you understand the precedent that he is creating right now? Oh, the they're dude. showing Lithuania games on uh, on ESPN. Right. If I read that right. And and niggas is watching. And and these European niggas suck. That's the that's and, the that's the thing about it. Know, yeah, um, I mean, I just saw I just saw the stat line and a couple of highlights just before we came on air. Yep. But uh, didn't look like neither one of them had a bad game. Didn't look like uh, mm -hmm. I think uh, I think Lamelo had. Some he dropped twenty Lamello points had, or something like that. Um, Leandro had nineteen. Mm -hmm. I think like six rebounds. Right. And then I think uh, Lamelo had ten and nine assists. Yep. He did have six turnovers. But the point is, is that if you was looking at the highlights, the Bama was just running down the court doing what, you know, like he doing what he, he doing. He does. throwing the ball behind the back and the nigga missing the dunk and mm -hmm. all types of retarded shit, man. But I didn't realize that um, he was, somebody was saying that them Lithuanian kids ain't but like 17, right. you know, 16, 17 years old. Mm -hmm. So... I didn't realize that. I thought I was under the impression that they was going to Lithuania playing grown ass men, mm -hmm. and I don't think they playing grown ass men. Right, right. I don't. Uh, you know, maybe that was that team that didn't have, you know, people over twenty one, but they looked they, they they looked like they were ages better than the Lithuanian players, except they just the Lithuanian players had the experience. Yeah, they like they I guess. They, I mean, I'm just looking at it, the highlights. They look right. like they were miles better than these niggas. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, mm. I hope it lasts though. I, I hope it lasts to the well, point where it, it goes to the next level. Well, it's only it's only uh, it's so, only going to be one year, only, and that's it. Or that's my understanding. They only supposed to play there for a year, and uh -huh. they're going to declare for the draft. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This is. I guess this is well, a part I of. The Mellow's not, but Leangelo. Right. But this is all a part of what Lavar was trying to do with yeah. the players coming out of high school and giving them opportunities to make money and. But are they getting paid out there? Uh, that's a. That's a good question. I don't know if they're getting paid out there. I don't know. <sighs> that, that's a good question. If they are, great. Um, yeah. That. I mean, that's something business-wise. I think Lavar should look at for real. But do do you think um, Rick Carlisle, coach of the Mavericks, came out and was like, you know, these ESPN reports, you know, basically saying, you know, ESPN should stop giving Lavar attention. And 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 here's the reality though: this is the Los Angeles Lakers 
This is the most storied franchise next to the Celtics in the history of the NBA. Mm-hmm. The Lake, you don't think the Lakers love this talk yeah. with LeVar Ball being involved in the news and the media yeah. and all this stuff? The Lakers are eating this up. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. Oh, Magic Johnson, he's got to do something, blah, blah, blah. Magic, John- Magic Johnson is eating this stuff up alive. He loves this. He loves the fact that his team is getting the attention that it deserves, that it always catered to, you know, for the last few years. They've been garbage, yeah. you know, for the most part. And now you've got a potential face of the franchise on, and the guy's dad is, you know, barking in the media. Yeah. So what? The Lakers, they're, they're the top franchise. Right. They love to eat this stuff up. I'm I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not taking Rick Carlisle's side on this. Rick Carlisle and and he talking about he talking all that shit. You know what he would have been doing had he not been coaching the Mavs right now? Mm-hmm. Covering LeVar Ball. That as mm, the ESPN. Yes, analyst. exactly, exactly. Like, come on, man. I think that's crazy that he's still coaching the Mavericks uh, after look, all these years. Look, God bless. And him. I, and I know he won a title in eleven. I mean, you gotta give him credit for his title, man. Yeah, but man, that was that's a while ago. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's 2011 well, is a while they, ago. They definitely haven't been good pretty much since then. So yeah, I mean, no, they I haven't. That's fair. They, I, I, it's a little different if you were good, right? And you know what I'm saying, like he was making playoff run or making the playoffs for that matter. I think they made the playoffs maybe once or twice since then. Yeah, about once or yeah. twice since then. I mean, they've been early they first been, round exits. They haven't been good. They haven't been a good team since that. that since that title, they, they haven't been good. Yeah. They haven't made a legitimate run at it. Yeah. All right. Um. Two four zero five three two two seven one eight. Mac Farrell, I still see you in the chat room. Um. I, I noticed you wanted to call the show. Hey man, we we love to hear from you, homie. Two four zero five three two two seven one eight. One last break. We come back. We'll talk about Saints Panthers. We'll preview the wild card games, and you know division we got round a games. division round. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. and then um. We got a we got a few shout outs, man. Uh Genuine and uh H and M and some some uh, some of these other guys. Uh you're listening to the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We'll be back. Yo, this is your boy KC from the Kicking It With KC show show. When I wanna jam, I'm jamming with Queen Josie and DJ New New as they're kicking those vibes. SME, you're not ready for the number one Chief Rocket Jersey Vern doing his recap show on SME. Listen, ain't nobody out here show can go three hours nonstop, no commercial interruptions, anything like that. The Chief Rocket does a three-hour show with no breaks. To all you other talk shows, you better up your game and get it right because the Jersey Vern is about to stomp on you, the number one chief rocker. Boom, shaka laka, suckers. Yeah. 
Send me a letter, say, please get your paper. Don't trust these hoes, these niggas, they'll take it. Nothing just a hat, and I'm bringing cabbage. Popcorn and grits, nigga, trying to get a rag. What about it? Nice stallion in the slide. 20 inch bowls with some candy paint to ride. Niggas flip change in the game, cause we sold. Eyes of the red, cause the nigga blowing dough. Tired of black shoe strings, tight on the Reebok. Grab the ski mask, DKY, beat the plastic lot. Hold about the ass, niggas get dealt with. Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast, Maestro Styles, Trey Frazier. Yeah. You want to call the show, the number's 240-532-2718. And the best game of the weekend was Saints-Panthers. 31-26, I think, was the final in that one. Um, This was, I mean, this was one of those games that you just couldn't get up off your couch, man. Um even when they were down, what, 12 points? It was mm-hmm. 24-12, they were down. And you kind of were like, you know, I think they're going to try to make a last, you know, run at that, man. But I'm I'm kind of ticked off at a few things about this game. Number one, in the fourth quarter where Sean Payton makes that decision to go forward on fourth okay. down. Yep. And he just, he being Breeze, just misses his guy. And it gets intercepted. What I have a problem with is that that didn't look like a full, complete catch according to the rule mm-hmm. that they put in there. I thought under two minutes they review all the plays. And they didn't review that play because it had looked like he made the catch and maybe took one step and then got the ball knocked out. Which one? You talking about um, who was the third to? It was Breeze trying to convert the I mean, I'm saying, who did he throw it to? Um, I'm trying to make sure we're talking about the same throw. I can't remember. 
Well, it, it wasn't it Breeze's only interception. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I got you. Yeah, this is this is toward the end of the game. Mm-hmm. The Saints are up by five, mm-hmm. and it's fourth Bradbury down. Got it. Right, it's fourth down, like in the middle of the field, like around a fifty. And Peyton's like, "Yo, let's 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 knock him out right here." And Breeze throws the pick, but I thought they should have reviewed it because I didn't think he made a complete catch. Mm-hmm. And had they overturned that, then we talking about Panthers would have picked up the ball at the fifty around mm-hmm. the fifty mm-hmm. when I had a better shot to maybe get a good touchdown there. Yeah. So that that kind of yeah, hurt me in a he bit. Definitely, yeah, because he definitely dropped it. I think. I thought he dropped I it. I definitely think. And he the angle it. they kept showing yeah. was one of the Saint players in the way, so you really couldn't see. I think he dropped completely, it. but yeah. I think he dropped it. Yeah. So, and, and then the other play that kind of had me um, ticked off was Cam's potential game-winning drive, where he gets flushed out the pocket and he throws out of bounds, mm-hmm. and they threw the flag for intentional grounding. And I'm like, wait a minute. He's out the tackle box. No, at I, that point. Had, I don't think he's 100 percent out though. I thought I thought that was a good call. I, I don't think he was. Uh, on, I think I don't think he was. I think I I thought. Now correct me if the rules if I'm right. I thought you had to be 100 percent out of the pocket. Not yeah, that's one the foot thing. in, one foot out. I thought you had to be 100 percent. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I I don't know like if he had to be 100 percent. And I don't think he was 100 percent out of the pocket. But then their argument was was that somebody was in the uh, was in the area. Mm-hmm. I saw I think Rivera pointing that you know right. I don't remember who the receiver was but that right, that right. was in the area. Now if you now if you overturned it for that, then mm-hmm. cool. But I it didn't look like he was out to me. It didn't look like he was out of the out of the pocket to me. It looked like he was it, close. I'll say yeah. I'll say that it was close. It, it might have gone either way, but I'm just like, man, don't throw the flag in this situation. Let, like, let him, let I him agree keep with, playing. I agree with that. Let, I agree let, with that. But I playing. think, I think if if you know the rule is the rule is the rule. Um, I don't, I don't think he was out of the pocket 100. percent Yeah. Um, and Chief said Cam balled out. He did ball out. Cam, he, he did. Cam did ball. He did, especially under them circumstances because they was lighting his motherfucking yeah, ass. They were. Up. It was almost like Bounty Gate all over again. Man, man, I don't, I don't look. As I was watching this game, I was thinking, you know, what I'm saying the Saints playing a good game. I was offensively, Drew Brees is going ham because they are 100 percent dedicating their defensive prowess to the run game. Yep. And I don't know why they would do that, but they did, and mm-hmm. um, Drew Brees burned them. Um, but I was looking at this game thinking, like, this is one of those perfect opportunities for Cam Newton to do some hero shit. Yep. And, and, and you know what I'm saying? And, and win this game. And because I kind of wanted Carolina to win. Right. Um, but this is a perfect opportunity. And and this would, this would fit the narrative of what the Saints have been mm-hmm. defensively for years. And they, they, this defense is different, bro. Yeah, it, it is. is different. It is. And, and, and is shouts different. out to the Saints because they hit in a draft this past offseason. Yeah. Lattimore is going to be one of the better. Uh, I mean, I, you know, I was thinking about this shit uh, Sunday because, uh, you know, at the beginning of every season, mm-hmm. we do like top fives yep. and, and cor- top five cornerbacks is going to significantly change. Oh, yeah. From last year to this year. Jadavious like, White, we just talked yeah. about. 
Marshawn Lattimore. Jalen Ramsey is going to be the best cornerback. Jalen Ramsey, yes. He's going to be the best cornerback in the league. Yes, sir. Um, but but we ain't talking about him right now. We're talking about mm-hmm. the Saints. Uh, the Saints, um, Lattimore, Manti Teo inside is, is good. Cameron Jordan is, I mean, obviously we've seen, you know, 13 sacks in the regular season. Right. He has been crushing. He is crushing. And um, this defense is real, man. I don't. I mean, obviously, it just took some acquisitions. This defense is serious, yep. man. And it took two games for them to really kind of get it together. I told. I said this mid-season. For me, it was between the Saints and the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Man, I am scared of the Saints, man. I am scared <laughs> of the Saints. I am not. I, I. I am scared of the Saints, man. That's who I'm scared of. Don't be scared, man. If I'm scared of anybody in Putting the NFC t- right now. Man, be, be confident in your team, man. Oh, I didn't say I wasn't confident in my team. I said I'm scared of the Saints. Don't be scared, man. Uh, bring it. You, 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 nigga, you need to be like, yo, Saints, bring it, yo. I Bring it. Yeah. That. <laughs> I'm just saying that they're a good team, man. They're a good team. They're a good team. Yeah, they are. They're a Super Bowl they caliber are. team. They are. They are. And that's just... The bottom line, they are a Super Bowl caliber team, man. They got, yep. they, 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 I think they're better than anybody else in the NFC right what, now. What, what's amazing about this team is, and you, and you saw it on Sunday, the run got stuffed a little bit. No, the run got stuffed. I ain't no little bit. The run got stuffed. Okay, well, whatever. Yeah. However you want to, you know, yeah. label that. But the run was not the, so much the focal point in the game. The, the real focal point was the fact that you had another way that you can win this football game and that was through Drew Brees throwing a football quarterback. They thought that they was I mean though if you watch that game mm-hmm. they were selling out to stop the run yep. as if they weren't playing a Hall of Fame quarterback. Yep. It's crazy to me. Yeah. And they succeeded. And you know how they succeeded? They shut the run game down but got mm-hmm. but the Bama threw almost 400 yards. Pretty much. You think the Panthers missed Ted Ginn Jr.? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We got a caller. Oh, no. No, man. They hung up. Oh. They didn't want that smoke. Nah, I think they're oh. cheap. Right? He might have called on accident. Oh. But, uh, okay. yeah, man. Okay. They, the Saints. Um, I mean, I'm sorry. The Panthers. You don't like the Saints either, Chief? The Panthers <laughs> thought that they could beat the Saints by shutting down the run game. And leaving it up to fucking, um, leaving it up to fucking Drew Brees? Can't do that. Man, call it. What What's up? good? What's going on, Barbershop? What's up? This is Matt Farrell calling in. My man, what's up, Matt? What up, Matt? What's on your mind? What's going on? I just wanted to touch on a few things from the wild card weekend and the game coming up. Right. Uh, yeah, first off. About the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm-hmm. We've seen a team like that before that the Steelers played back in the 70s. If y'all recall the uh, old Houston Oilers. Okay. One dimensional team with a great running back, sorry, no name quarterback, good defense. Mm-hmm. What did the Steelers do to him in the, uh, in the playoffs? Beat him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're going to see this weekend with the Steelers when they face off against Jacksonville because Big Ben is not going to have two bad games against the same team. Facts. Facts. Uh-huh. 
Facts. And also, Blake Bortles and some garbage. We didn't have Marcus Gilbert playing. We had Chris Hubbard starting at Tampa. Mm-hmm. Who was just trying Gilbert to find his way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gilbert is back. So that improves the offensive line. And that means that Le'Veon Bell got a better opportunity to run ramp shot all over these bums. Exactly. Hey, come on, man. Well, I don't think they're bums on defense. Not they're bums right now. That's what they are right now. Uh, In they, my story right now, uh-huh. they're bums. They, they're not bums. They're not bums. Because look at it this way. Steelers are going to shut down Jacksonville's run game because that's Jacksonville's strength. Bortles has to beat the team with his arm. He can't do that. Can't do that. that. Against Buffalo, he was missing while he was missing his receivers. Well, Mac, hey, Mac, I, I, I think you make a good point in terms of the run game. Um, just to kind of go back to the Ravens-Steelers game, uh, week 14 or week 13, right. something like that. Um, Alex Collins had a really good day because, and obviously the Ryan Shazier injury and not having them there um, helped. But they were getting beat on the outside by Alex Collins. In comparison to Jacksonville, I don't think Fournette, and, and I haven't watched a lot of Jacksonville games, but I don't think Fournette can cut to the outside and be the man going left and right downhill the way Alex Collins did some weeks ago. So I think you have an advantage there in terms of, you know, shutting down Fournette. But here's the thing, though, with Shazer out. We had just recently signed Sean Spence, and he hadn't gotten acclimated to what we were trying to run defensively against the uh, Ravens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, early on he was shabby. Yeah, yeah I mean, he still but, ain't really played no great. what was killing us with Jacksonville was we kept over-consuming instead of being disciplined in our run responsibilities. If I can nip, if I can nip this in the bud, man, I'm gonna tell you, I'm a, <laughs> your boy Chief Rocker, man. He's Chief he's, he's looming in the chat room, man. Yeah, let's 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 let's, let's put the, nip this in the bud. The 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 truth of the matter is is that even if Jacksonville had an amazing defensive game against us. Mm-hmm. All we gotta do is score sixteen, seventeen points, and 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 we pretty much won the ball game. I can agree with that. They're not gonna. The they can't score we'll points with us. I agree, but this is the thing: we're gonna wear down Jacksonville's defense. That's a fact. Because at some point in time, Jacksonville's offense has to make plays. So you and so that and you, and you know what's going to be important is that they're going to have a lot in third and longs, and their third their third down efficiency. Is not good. Me in the Jaguars. Exactly. So we we know what this exactly. is, man. The defense is gonna be on the field mm-hmm. a lot. And and, and and me and you know that because we know we, we know what the Steelers do. Yeah. Because it's supposed to be seventeen degrees at game time. Mm-hmm. Well, well, they already been crying about the cold when he was in Cleveland. Hey Mac, hey hey First first of all, as the Raven fan here, I hope y'all lose number mm-hmm. one. But I, I also just wanna bring this up also. We, we, we talk about Blake Bortles being garbage, and that's a fact. But when you look at that guy's receiving core, and I know Robinson got hurt in the early on in the season. Hearns was hurt. He came back in the game. He was active, but he did nothing because I put him on FanDuel, and he did nothing for me. Mm-hmm. You look at the other guys 
Westbrook, Marquise Lee, Keon Cole, Cole, Cole put up a big fat zero. I'm, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the skill position guys for Jacksonville. Yeah, because the thing is, though, he doesn't scare me either, though. All those guys the ball, and Borders has been shown all season that he can get those guys the ball. Yes, he had a couple of three hundred yard games and stuff, but they were anomalies. Yeah, they were anomalies, and, and that's just the facts. Uh, yeah, but over Borders' career, he hasn't really shown you anything. If he plays like he did against Buffalo, y'all y'all win the game. If if he if he plays like that, he did good against San Francisco. Yeah, but it was San Francisco. But sorry, of course, Bortles' career, he hasn't shown that he is that consistent of a passer. That dude, he was missing easy throws. That dude missing screens. Let's be clear, Mm -hmm. he was Uh missing screens. Yep. Yeah. Hey man, appreciate you, Pippin. No problem at all. Yes, Steelers, we got this. Steelers Nation, (laughs) get off the phone. (laughs) Get off the phone, man. Yeah, man. Got these Steeler fans calling up in here, man. Hey, man, I like that. I like that, man. man. Still is time. Hey, man, I'm about to. Hey, you know what? You know what? Why don't you start a Steeler podcast, man? Yeah, man. You you do your own thing, man. Yeah, man. I would say do a Ravens one, but it probably won't be that interesting. Uh, I'll end up quitting by week four. What you mean? Because y'all niggas at the team as a podcast. I would say start a Ravens podcast. Oh, no, I I I keep it going. I don't quit. That should be garbage, like a squad. I don't I don't quit, man. Where we at, man? I'm not a quitter in life, but um. Oh, the Panthers. 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 Um. Yeah, man. Off season moves. Off season moves. Wide receiver. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Number one wide receivers. Yep. Uh. Grego says Jags are going to make it interesting. I think they... Did he say I think they win? They win. That's what he did say that. Okay. He thinks they beat the Steelers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Chief Rocker says, LOL, no Ravens. I'd say to that, LOL, no Giants. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> y'all quit. <laughs> let's, let's you know, let's hey, nip that in the bud. They the Giants Lamar quit. Jackson, man. I hope Lamar Jackson is everything y'all think he's going to be. I don't know. I, well, I think he'll be a good quarterback. I ain't going to lie. I think he'll be I good. Hope the, I hope the Ravens could draft him. But I, given what they've done so far, I don't think that's yeah. a possibility. Yeah, but then... Cause then that would uh, kind of be saying that Joe Flacco's days are numbered, right? Um. Well, yeah. Well, I think they. I think they are. Okay. But I'm just saying, with what they've done already in terms of keeping a staff, they. I don't think it's in the best interest because they they need skill position players. Yeah. They need to make a splash yeah. to get fans back okay. in these seats, right. and I don't think picking the quarterback. In the first round is gonna do that because Lamar Jackson. You'd have well. Okay, we don't want. Oh, let me, let me, let me. Okay, I let you get thirty seconds. Yeah, it doesn't make the. It'll make the splash, but you're not gonna start him <laughs> because Joe's there. Okay, so yeah. that's, that's what I'm saying. I think you need to okay. make splash picks that you know are gonna come in and make immediate okay. impacts. So right. that that was my point okay. about that. Right, right, right. But um, yeah, you're right about the Panthers though. They they need wide receiver help in the worst way. And I, and I would venture to say, um, I would venture to say running back, not mm-hmm. because Christian McCaffrey yep. is bad, but they need a a running back, not yep. a, a Danny Woodhead. They don't need a Danny Woodhead. Yeah, you know who was good in last night's game um, for Alabama? Ridley. 
and I, and I think he's coming out of the draft uh-huh. too. Mm-hmm. That's a guy I would like to see the Panthers pick up. I don't think he's considered to go early. Yeah, I could be wrong about that, but watching him last night, he did mm-hmm. make some pretty good catches. So, you know that that's something I think maybe the Panthers can go after there. Defense, I think they're fine. Um, they do. They had two rookie corners there, so yeah. there's some upside there. And then linebackers, I think they're good. Defensive line, um, maybe you want to add something there for depth, maybe because th- some of those parts are kind of getting old. You know, yeah. Thomas Davis is eighty years old. Yeah. You know, Keekley's had a couple 62. of concussions. Yeah. You know, so you know m- maybe you want to invest some depth there, and. I, th- I think they'd be good to go. They they kind of surprised some people this year. Their defense is not bad, man. Yeah, it's not. It's not. I, they're I, not I, as good as people were them to be, but they they what they're not bad. Yeah, they're not bad at all. I, I'm I'm kind of stunned that they won eleven games. They they yeah. won some very low Those scoring games. games yep. They 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 really did. Mm-hmm. So, but hey, man. Um, you I guess you wanted to give a not so much of a shout out, but you had something in here about genuine. Oh yeah, man. So uh, so right. Uh-huh. I make it short because I, you know, I, it wasn't it wasn't really nothing serious. Honestly, I wanted to honestly I I wanted to talk about it in the beginning before we got yeah. deep into sports. But I guess we could close the show out with some some uh, interesting shit going on in the world. So apparently, for some reason, genuine was in overseas in Europe somewhere doing it uh, doing some TV show podcast. I don't know, mm-hmm. and um, the uh, people. Uh, one of the hosts or guests or whatever was a transgender. So the conversation got to, you know, this conversation, they was talking about, you know, would would you date a transgender? You right. know, that whole conversation. Oh, and um, yeah. and Genuine was like, nah, I wouldn't date a transgender. And, you know, whatever, whatever. And they was like, well, no. Basically, they were saying... Stop looking. If she identifies as a woman, stop looking at her as a trans transgender woman. Look at her as just a woman. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, "Well, no, nah, I wouldn't." Dish. So he was like, "Well, if it's a woman, not a transgender woman, but a woman, yeah, I would date her." The the transgender woman put his put her her arms around genuine mm. and was like trying to kiss him. And he was like, nah, you know, he ain't Kirk. He handled it, you know, right, right. he ain't like Kirk off or nothing. But he was just mm-hmm. like, nah, I ain't, you know, I'm not going, I don't want to kiss her. And apparently Twitter was in genuine shit for not wanting to kiss a transgender woman. And for me, I'm like. Why is this a story? I don't, I don't mean to. No, nah, I mean, it's a story. It's a story because, um. People want to make this more to, look. I don't want to date a transgender, not because they're transgender, because I'm not interested in people who are. Well, it is because they're transgender, but I'm not interested in it. It's a preference. There are plenty of people in this world that I've heard stories about mm-hmm. that have no problem dating transgenders, and if that's you, then you should have been on that show giving that transgender a kiss. I don't, and genuine, I obviously don't. One day transgender, and here's the other thing. Shout out to Charlemagne the God, um, because he gave people not genuine, but people that were criticizing him, yeah, uh, donkey of the day, mm-hmm. and he was saying, you know what, with all this Me Too shit going on, mm-hmm. 
You need to keep the same energy. You can't be forcing yourself on genuine because you were a, a transgender woman and he a man. Right. If he don't want to kiss you, then leave it at that. Right? Yeah, makes sense. Right? But, but no, if we in this world where where um, double standards are unfairly placed on men. And, I, and, and not to say it doesn't happen to women. I'm just saying that right now that women are complaining, uh, and with every right, are complaining about um, being sexually harassed. And some could, some would say that if Genuine was to come out and say, I was sexually harassed by this transgender woman, they'd be calling them all types of pussy-ass niggas. Yeah, well, uh, again, I, uh, you I, gotta, I, I just... You got look, you can't, you, this is what, and, and you can't, we can't keep running from this. Transgender people, L, the LGBTQI, whatever the other two ones are, they are a part of our society now. No, yes, I I get that. So I, these I, are stories because now look, I don't want to get too deep in. Look, it. look, leave Genuine the fuck alone. This nigga has had a hard drug written life. Look, leave Gen- this nigga alone. He don't want to kiss transgenders. Genuine, you were great as an entertainer and a musician long, long ago. But man, this is just and and it's not his fault. But this is just the to me. I don't give a damn. Like what? Like like like? Why is Twitter hounding genuine leave for not genuine wanting to kiss alone, a transgender? Hashtag leave genuine alone. Come on, man. This the guy that made Pony, man. Like why why y'all messing with this guy? Come on, man. Classic. <sighs> Un- unbelievable, man. Right. But uh, let me let me give a shout out, man. This, this is now this is some news right here for for y'all cats out here. So. The founder of Shea Moisture, and Shea Moisture has been in the news, I think maybe a few months ago, about some stuff. But the founder of Shea Moisture, this guy's name is Rich Dennis, Mm -hmm. um, he acquired Essence from Time Incorporated. Now, this is a big deal. For one, he's black, and he's the founder of Shea Moisture. And for number two, this is a... This is sort of like a three billion dollar sale that's, you know, kind of taking place between these two companies. So, I want to congratulate the brother because yeah. this is hashtag black making excellence. black black excellence, hashtag black people making moves. That's just this is what I love to see, man. Facts. I, I don't. I, I hate when we 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 hate on one another because you know we're doing it so well and. You know, you on now, the other end is scared to you know attempt your height to make yeah. the move. You yeah. know, so look, you're man, moves. We, Shouts out to you. Let's let's uplift one another, man. And put out some good black content. Yes, yes, definitely, man. So just want to shout out that brother for making that Essence, transaction happen. Essence. Shout out to the Jet. Great brand. Yeah. Great, great brand. Um. And then I guess this. They, hold on, I'm sorry. What up? They need to bring back Beauty of the Week too, man. Beauty of the. They don't have Beauty of the Week in Jet no more. I don't. Jet still make magazines. Yeah, they do. I think so. I. I think. I think so. Man, I think so. I, man, <laughs> I think, they I, damn sure don't come out with them little small magazine booklets no more. I think so. All right. Well, yeah. I, 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 that's a yeah, good. That's yeah. a good research well, they, yeah, item. Yeah, they need. Well, if they do, then. I gotta find that out. Yeah, I gotta find that out. Jet Jet Beauty of the Week. That shit didn't define. That shit kind of halfway defined my adolescence, man. (laughs) Word up, facts. Um, I don't have much on this HM scandal thing. Yeah, I well, but the guy's racist. Is that 
no, no. Well, um, I harping back to Dave Chappelle's uh, recent Netflix comedian, which I have I, to watch. Re, uh, I say comedian, Netflix stand up, mm-hmm. where he referred to a gentleman by the name of Mac Mittens, and Mac Mittens. Um, yeah, you should watch this. As a matter of fact, mm-hmm. I, if you got an hour. Watch the at least watch the first one tonight and watch mm-hmm. the second one tomorrow. One of the famous lines by Beanie Siegel. Um, Mac he, Mittens. Mac Mittens and Mac Mittens is a character who uh, Dave Chappelle brings to his uh, to his meetings. He's not not in the industry. He don't know nothing about nothing. Mm-hmm. He just goes with him to let him know that this is appropriate. This ain't appropriate. Things of that nature. H and M didn't have Mac Mittens in their in their marketing meetings. There's no way that all the hands, all all the eyes that see these marketing campaigns and nobody looked at this black this nigga, this nigga, this young kid that's in this that's got this hoodie on, the mm-hmm. hoodie says uh coolest monkey, monkey coolest yeah, monkey in yeah. the jungle. Yeah, I saw that. This ain't no like this ain't even like no light skinned kid. He like he black. black. He black. Like, like he block. Yeah, like he's. This, I mean, he like this is a black kid. This ain't no, you know, like this is a black kid, dog. And they got this <laughs> nigga with the coolest. And I was about to do say I one think, of the ball kids. Do I think H and M is racist? No, I don't think H and M is racist. Uh-huh. I, I think they didn't had no Mac Mittens in their marketing room. This was a very avoidable confrontation. Mm-hmm. Put the white kid that was next to him in the coolest monkey in the jungle shirt. Yep. And then put the black kid in the orange hoodie that says something about lions or whatever it said. Right. Here's my criticism of people. I don't know about you personally. I know a lot of babies, black babies, who have monkeys on their shirts. In fact, I tell a story. My my ex-wife calls my kids mm-hmm. monkeys like in, you know obviously in a playful way yeah, not yeah, like yeah. porch monkey or whatever whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. in a playful way I mean it got to the point where um, my kids called me one day out of nowhere and was like am I a monkey <laughs> and oh, I had snap. to explain to her no your mama just playing you know what I'm saying oh, like snap. it's just a joke that <laughs> right, that right. you know that you know a parent has amongst their child um, I, I don't like the fact that we're gonna sit here and pretend like um that doesn't happen. Wow. It happens. Wow. Yeah, I, I, I saw the picture of the little black kid with the monkey shirt on. It was a bad choice. But, yeah, it's it's one of those. What I'm, I'm trying to think of the incident that happened, and we talked about it, like, on the show a, a while back. But it, it's, it's kind of similar to this, to where it's like you you got to know. Like, like, this is stuff that you have, to, have know. to know. That's not acceptable. It wasn't no woke person in none of the marketing meetings. Well, hey, man. That, that's H&M, you need some diversity, and you need Mac Mittens. That's all I got to say about it. That's a problem internally right there, man. You need a Mac Mittens in your crew, man. Well, no doubt. No that, doubt. That's all I got. Um, Kenny Nolan of ESPN um, oh, yeah. was on Desus and Miro's uh, Viceland show. Yeah. And she called Trump a effing stupid person. Yeah. And um, ESPN apparently hasn't given her any discipline for it. Well, first of all, 
I didn't even know who the hell Katie Neither Nolan did I. is. Neither did I. I didn't even know she had a podcast and, and all this other yeah. crap going on. Uh, let alone her being on an outlet like Jesus and Mero. Shouts, Shouts out to those fellas. Yeah, they're doing a damn thing. No doubt. But um but yeah, when you when you compare this to what Jamel did in terms of her opinions yeah. about Trump on Twitter and what they did to and what ESPN did to Jamel in terms of suspending her. This is this is a fireball offense, not a fireball offense, no, but this is a this, this is, is an offense that you have to suspend. Things. Yes, it's really simple. Keep the same energy. Yes, I I I I, I don't get it. And look, I've I've seen a lot, and and I think this is cool. And and like I said, these are Samiro. They they doing the damn thing. I love how all these ESPN personalities yeah. have hopped on from. Rachel Nichols to Max Kellerman yeah. to Bomani Jones to Carrie Champion, yeah. and you know they they get the you know they get a little hood and all that stuff. They they drop the S bomb, which is cool, which is cool. But I've never heard any of them drop the F bomb, and so I think that was kind of interesting that this Katie Nolan chick dropped the F bomb on the president on the fucking on the president, president and you work for the worldwide leader in sports and disney yes yes so <laughs> i'm sorry she, she gotta get suspended she gotta get for suspended, that bro and it's not because i agree or disagree with her comments it's because if you can suspend fucking jamel hill for two weeks for a tweet for a tweet not even going tweet. on a show she tweeted that then she could get suspended for saying it on Jesus and Mary, and, and she wasn't derogatory about it. That's the that's that's the that's the thing about it. Yeah, but yeah, she got it. She, she wasn't if she if it Jamel was, was derogatory, it but was it wasn't to the of, yeah. effect of Katie Nolan. Man. Now, yeah, Katie Nolan got to get suspended, man. I, I'm like, it's, I'm sorry, it's nothing personal against Katie Nolan. Um, you know, I know my, I know I, I know I, I shea butter chat room. Is going to, you know, she white and, you know, I, I get it. Ain't nothing about that. It's simply because if you're going to suspend Jamel Hill for criticizing the president, then you got to suspend Katie Nolan for suspend, for criticizing the president. Yeah, no no Period. doubt. No doubt about that, man. Um, all right, so so these games, man, and, and then we could close this thing out. Um, so the early game Saturday, Falcons in Philly. Um, and, and it's funny, I'm, I'm going to be in the Philly area, um, South Jersey, attending um, my cousin Sherelle's housewarming party. So, you know, shout out to her and her family and all that. So uh, that's going to be that's going to be interesting because I'm going to be interested to see how many Eagles fans are going to yeah, show up sure at the housewarming yeah. and, you know, have the game on and all that. Yeah, that conversation with him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, listen, man. Um. I don't trust Nick Foles, man. Yeah. Uh, it, to me, it's just that simple. And and, and, like, and like I was telling Microwave, and shout out to you, Microwave. If the Eagles want to win this football game, they have to use a heavy dose of Garrett Blunt and Jay Ajayi. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think that this coaching staff, Doug Peterson and those guys, I just don't think that they're going to be patient enough to turn mm-hmm. this into a run the football, time play time, time of possession, great defense. Mm. I, I just don't think they got it in their DNA to do that. Right. 
So I'm going to go with the Falcons because they showed me something on defense last week. Yeah. And I think they could go in there and do the same thing. Matt Ryan going back to his hometown. He's going to have family there. He want to show out, do his thing. Uh, give me the Falcons, man. Yeah, I'm agree. Uh, nothing else to add. 100% agree. And then uh, I think this is probably the easier game to pick. Uh, Titans at the Patriots. And Titans! <laughs> Marcus Mariota, right? <laughs> Doing his thing. Derrick Henry. Yep, yep. Uh, what's, the, what's the corner name of Dory Jackson? Dory Jackson. He, he I like get, that dude. He gonna get like three picks off of Brady. Let's get it, man. Let's go. Let's, let's go. get it, man. Nah, <laughs> Patriots gonna smash him. Yeah, I, I'm not even sure this is gonna be like a like a two quarter close game. Yeah. I just think the Patriots are just gonna come out and just do work, man. Um, even when I all, I'm wrong. Even yeah, I listen. I, I'd love to see a Titan Jaguar. Conference title game like we did in what? 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 what when was that? When the Titans went to the Super Bowl? Ninety nine, two thousand, something like that. Yeah, Ninety nine. That dag. I would hate to see that. That that's that. Is, hey, I would hate to see this incarnation of it. But it's, I, mean, yeah, I get what you're saying. That that's crazy. That once upon a time there was a Titan Jaguar AFC title game <laughs> years ago. But Can you imagine that? Because that means, oh, man. That oh, C- CBS would. I don't think I would watch that game, man. I think CBS would just fall off a cliff or I something. I don't think I would watch that game, man. <sighs> and it's funny because I would have to get the edge of the Titans at that point. I have to get the edge of the Titans. Yeah, my they, head, beat them, they beat them twice. My head is exploding thinking about that shit, bro. Uh, well, it can't be any worse than Buffalo Jacksonville. That's true. It, it can't be That's worse true. than that. I mean, Mariota, I think, is a better quarterback yeah. than Tyrod. Yeah, you know? that's true. So it, it can't be any worse than that. But no, I'm 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 gonna go with the Patriots yeah. because even with all this stuff in the media, with the ESPN report and all that, it seemed like the Patriots feeds well, off of stuff like this. Yeah, they don't need it. They don't, they don't need it. They don't need to be super. They don't need to be super. They don't need it. Super focused on the game to beat the Titans. I'm but, sorry, but they don't. But the the intensity. They, Look, they might put fifty on this team. I don't think it's going that far. That, that's how real it. Yeah. I think that's I how real it can get. Far. I think they'll score there like twenty five to thirty. All right, I know where you're going with this one. You yeah. like you like Pittsburgh, and it's a matter of Blake Bortles is garbage. The defense is going to be tired of being on the field. We'll score seventeen, and they'll score ten. Um. <sighs> I think it's we'll not, score more. To, if I had to give, put a score to it, I'd say Pittsburgh 24-10 mm-hmm. uh, Jacksonville. I'm going to pick Jacksonville in a close one. It's not going to be nowhere near the game, you know, week seven or whatever that was. Mm-hmm. Ben's not going to throw five picks again. Um, Fournette is not going to run wild like he did again. Um, I think that – because, look. Can I, can, I, can, I, can I correct you? On what? They're not. Leonard Fournette didn't run wild on us. Before that ninety-yard run, okay, he had that's ran, fair. He ran twenty-three yard, twenty-three carries for ninety-seven yards. That's fair. So it was wild. He he he. I'll say he had a decent game before that one run. How many carries did he get? Twenty. He had twenty-four carries. Okay. Twenty-four carries for okay. one. Uh, whatever ninety-seven plus ninety is one. Right, right. Whatever that is. Yeah, I I don't I don't think the Jags are gonna get. These, and, and some of those balls were tipped and picked, so 
I, I don't think you'll see that. Three of those interceptions weren't his fault. Two of them were absolutely his fault. Yeah, I, I, I think both of these defenses are, are pretty good. Um, I, I give the Obviously edge. you give the edge to Jacksonville. I give the edge to Jacksonville slightly because of the corners, because of the defensive line. You know, they got better, no. They're I wouldn't say slightly. They're a better defensive team than Pittsburgh's defense. And, I mean, and, and we're not giving enough love to Calais Campbell and um, what's the guy? I I keep forgetting the guy's name, the African guy. Probably why we're not giving him no love, huh? Probably why we're not giving him no love because none of that nigga. We don't, name. We don't, yeah, I can't pronounce the guy's yeah. name. But Shouts out to him. They they get they getting sacks. Yeah. So they're gonna three sacks this year. They're gonna team. they're gonna get to the quarterback because they're good on defense. Pittsburgh is gonna get to the quarterback because it's Blake Bortles. <laughs> well, let's be clear. We are number two in sacks. We were number two in sacks okay. this year. We okay. get to the quarterback this year. Okay. Yeah. But I I think Blake will make it easier on you guys. Yeah, I hope so. Um, I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna pick Jacksonville in a close one. I think the score I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go thirteen ten. The Steelers are only gonna score ten points. I'm gonna go thirteen ten. Wow. Okay. It's gonna be a defensive battle. It ain't gonna be Buffalo Jacksonville. <laughs> it ain't gonna be that boring. So they're gonna move the foot. There's gonna be some ball movement. You realize AB is playing. Well, that's no, a AB is playing. It's not a question. He's playing. No, 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 no. It's not what I'm oh, saying. Okay. I want to know what he's gonna look like when he goes out okay. there. All right. I think that's a legitimate question. It wouldn't surprise me if he balled out. And quite frankly, when I watched replays of that game earlier in the season. There were a couple, if not a couple, but there were some plays where he had Ramsey beat. Mm-hmm. Like, he beat Ramsey on a couple of those pass, you know, catches. So, Roethlisberger was not together in that game, and he is together for the most part in this. In, What's in together this mean? Like, he was in a, we know, like a midlife we, crisis or something? I don't know what the fuck was going on in his life before, uh, you know. Was, was, was that the whole Bear game thing with the whole? No, he had been playing like shit for at least eight games this year. Mm-hmm. At least the first eight games. Right. And then somewhere along the line, he got it together. And, and you know, here we are. It just so happened that we were winning games with him being some garbage Uh-oh. or playing like garbage. Oh, It's safe to say that Ben Roethlisberger right now was not playing like garbage. No, he's not. Yeah, like he's playing at the level that we are used to him playing at right now. He he's not. Yeah. And and look, the receivers have stepped up. Juju Smith has stepped Schuster up. Is Martavis slowly but surely he's yeah. he's 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 getting in there. Um again And I, let me tell you and, and and we can move on. Yeah. Watch out for Vance McDonald in this game. Tight end? Tight end. Vance McDonald. Have the Jaguars covered the tight end pretty well this I, season? I don't know. I don't I don't but I'm but I'm telling but my watch out for Vance McDonald to make some clear I'm not saying he's gonna have a, a mm-hmm. an amazing statistical. X game. Factor. I, can, right. I see that. Right. X Factor. Watch out for Vance McDonald. In this I, game. I can see that. Okay. Um and then the Saints and the Vikings. Um Ah oh, man. Well, my original Super Bowl pick was Chiefs Saints. Mm-hmm. And since the Chiefs are out of it and the Saints are still in it, I still gotta stick with the pick, even though the Vikings defense is legit yeah. as it as it ever can be. Um wouldn't surprise me if the Vikings won this yeah, game. I agree. 
Uh, I got to stick with the Saints I'm going with the Saints, man. I I, got to stick with them. I'm going with the Saints. Yep. I'm with you. Yeah. Yep. I'm with you. All right, folks. That's it for the show, man. Uh, Shouts out to the whole X-Squad affiliates out there. Uh, We appreciate you in the chat room, man. We appreciate everybody that's out there that listened tonight. Um, If you want an on-demand version of the show, just go to Spreaker.com. You can go to Google Play Podcast. You can also go to Apple Podcasts, or you can go to xsquadaffiliates.com. And don't forget, folks, you can follow us on social media. We got the Facebook page. We also got the Instagram page, at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. And we also have the Twitter handle, at Barbershop S-P-O-R-2. So, all right, folks, that's it for the show. Maestro Styles and Trey Frazier signing off. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the games. We come back. We break this down. And we'll preview those AFC, NFC title games. Go Steelers. Boom. Peace out, folks. Yo, what's good? This is Trey Frazier. This is the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Make sure y'all tune in to us every Tuesday night, 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air. Enjoy! Thanks. The order breakfast at the McDonald's drive-thru. Tell yourself you'll wait to eat it at work, but it smells way too good. So you eat it right there in the McDonald's parking lot meal. There's a meal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, get any size iced coffee for 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with your favorite breakfast sandwich or one of our tasty bakery treats. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's. I'm loving it.